what, what was he at last year? He was sub 30. The yeah, following the, is another KXPN Sports presentation. Yeah. KXPN Sports presents High School Football. Motion left to right. Set him up in the I formation. Kaiser long count. He's going to give it to his fullback lobby, and he walks into the end zone. Touchdown. Overton. Ryan lobbies in for the first time tonight from 11 yards out. Tonight, it's the quarterfinals of the Class D2 playoffs in Mullen as the Broncos welcome in the Overton Eagles. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Trips to the left. Zittervern looks. Left sideline wheel route. His man is open and it's intercepted and Overton is headed on to the state quarterfinals. Playing center field with Kaiser. He's got another pick. Big, big night for Brayton Kaiser. Multiple picks, multiple rushing touchdowns. This is the first ever playoff meeting between these two perennial eight-man powers. The winner advances to Monday's state semifinals. It's the Eagles and the Broncos coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Caleb Henry live from Mullen right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 43 degrees, feels like 38, few clouds in the sky, trains going around in the backfield. It's brisk, and it's Class D2 quarterfinal playoff football here from Mullen, America. It's the 10-0 Broncos hosting the 9-1 Eagles of Overton here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. We have got a banger of a ball game coming up for you tonight. It is currently early, kind of mid-afternoon as we are in the mountain time zone, but Plenty of football to bring back to the Tri-Cities here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And we're going to jump right into the coaches' interviews as we continue along with the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame. Hogemeyer Hybrids, contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We're going to starting first with the visitors from Overton and Coach Paul Husenfeld here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverRadio.com. Continuing along on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame, joined now by Overton head coach Paul Husenfeld. Coach, thanks for joining us before the game. Yeah, thank you. Your Eagles 9-1 and one on the season, but let's talk about the last two weeks, the playoffs first. Uh, wins over Giltner, Sandhills-Thedford, and you've needed to make plays late in the fourth quarter for eight and six-point wins, respectively. Let's just start there. Talk about your team's resiliency and how well they have done down the stretch throughout these playoffs. 
Yeah, they've done a really good job. Um, you know, we've just been a, a hard-hitting team uh, all year long, um, especially, you know, after our Kennesaw loss. Uh, so all throughout these playoffs, we've had one goal, and uh, it's just been, you know, to play hard-nosed football, to run the ball hard, and, you know, to stop people on defense. And, you know, uh, we've came against across some great teams, and we're just hoping for another win uh, come tomorrow. Talking about great teams, Coach, these D2 quarterfinals, there are eight teams left, combined record 75-5. and five. five of them are still undefeated, and the only losses for those other five losses are to teams still in this round, including your only loss on the season. That was to Kennesaw. How tough is the top of D2 in 2018? Yeah, I think uh, we're, we could compete with about any D, uh, D team and D1 and D2, and so... You know, we've done we did that last year, and I think this year D two is a very very tough um, competitive. Uh, you know, especially at these top level classes or these like, these last bit of uh, playoffs. You know, every team is is really tough, and um, you know it's just going to be exciting to see who ends up coming out of it because uh, you know in the East there's some some great teams that have battled hard against each other, and then in the West here are some teams that uh, you know are very similar also. So. Um, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the end. Looking at your team, Kaiser, Moore, Lobby, uh, a number of other guys, they've put up numbers throughout the year, played well both sides of the ball. How would you gauge your Eagles through 10 games and the first two rounds of the playoffs? Yeah, um, they're just resilient. They're just, they understand uh, what needs to get done. Um, they haven't been you know, really worried about what's going to happen. Uh, the understanding that we would just keep on doing what we're supposed to do, get our jobs done. Um, in the end, uh, we'll get it done. And you know, they've done a great job on any any type of oh, we had to, you know, if we have to change something or we had to put something in really quick. They've done a great job of just you know making those changes, and that you know that's led to a lot of uh, key victories in tough games or uh, to change the game from you know a tight game one to a blowout. So. Uh, you know, they've just done a great job this year, all the way, not even from August, but all the way from um, last spring of just working hard and, and doing what they need to do. We're talking with Paul Husenfeld, head coach for the Eagles. This is the 22nd playoff appearance for Overton, last in the quarters in 2013, won it all, of course, in 2006. How much buzz right now is there around town, around the school, all of that on top of a successful volleyball season that ended one game shy of state? Yeah, you know, I think the just the whole community in itself is just excited for both teams and and the way the school school and the kids have been uh, reacting to to everything. Um, it, we got a lot of community support, you know, flags and everything's flying high here. Um, it's just it's great the atmosphere right now. The kids are all excited. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people wishing it wasn't uh, all the way in Mullen, but uh, that's just the way it works out. And, um, it's going to be great to see the, the fan base there and, and see who's ready uh, to watch us, and hopefully we can come out with a victory. As you said, on the road this week, out in Mullen, being in the west bracket sometimes, do have to get a little travel with some of the Sandhills teams, but Mullen 10-0 and on the season. They were Sandhill Thedford's only loss up until you beat them last week. What have you seen on the Broncos? Uh, you know, they have a great running back. You know, Edis is a great running back, obviously, Probably one, you know, I think he's leading the state right now um, in Class D two for for running. So he he runs the ball really well. Uh, you know, they got a good receiver and the sweet kid uh, gets out of there fast and gets open. So you know, they're a little bit bigger 
but uh, I don't think it's a size matter that uh, you know we've we've not seen before. It's just a matter of uh, we, we're going to have to stop the, the running back at us, and once we stop that, and, and if we can capitalize on some some plays, um, knock down some passes, you know, get if we can get them worried about uh, who they really are, I think that's that's going to be the key for us. And then on the offense side of the ball is just keeping true to ourselves and who we are. Um, we know that we run the ball and we don't pass very much. And so uh, if we can, the more we can keep up with that, the, the better we we will be. And I think we come out with a victory. Well, Coach, trying to make that seventh uh, state semifinal in school history. Got to go on the road, but got to play the best to, to be the best top team in the West right now, Mullen. So best of luck, Coach. Looking forward to a good one. Okay, I appreciate it. And we'll talk with Mullen head coach Mitch Pfeiffer next. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor. And so I went to be a PA. And one night called her, said I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning is see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care. Our inspiration. Continuing on the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame, getting ready for Overton and Mullen D2 quarterfinal. Pleased to be joined now by Mullen head coach Mitch Pfeiffer. Coach, thanks so much for giving us some time. You are sure welcome. I talked with Coach Husenfeld a moment ago, and I'd like to get your thoughts as well. Five undefeated teams, a combined record of 75-5 and five in this round, uh, all coming into this round, all those losses to each other. How tough is the top of D2 in 2018? Well, it's it's been very challenging. And, you know, and as far as records, when you get to this level, uh, as far as quarterfinals, you know, we should have uh, hopefully the, the best teams competing at this time. For for your Broncos, this is the 27th playoff appearance, 17th in a row. We're in the semifinals last year. How much does getting back to the championship for the first time since 2004, getting back to those semifinals for a second straight year, come up at whether it's practice, around school, or just in the community? You know, it's not really something we, you know, focus a lot. I mean, it's it kind of goes without saying. The kids know the importance of each and every game, and, you know, we just try to approach each week as a – as a new game, a new challenge, and uh, if we're successful, then we'll move on to the next round. Looking at your schedule, undefeated through 10 games, the eight regular season games, and the two so far here in the playoffs, how did your regular season prepare you for these playoffs? Well, there were some games that uh, I think the the regular season did kind of help us, um, where, um, you know, like first time when we ended up playing Sandhills-Sedford, uh, you know, we'd been we'd been pretty well battle tested as far as some of the other games, and um, I really do think that that did uh, play to our benefit a lot of times. And you know, but now it's a case that everybody's had tough games, and you know, it's just uh, who's going to play the best. For the players on the field, offensively, you've scored over 48 times and at least 30 in every game. You've got a 2,000-yard rusher. You've uh, from the quarterback position, you're averaging almost 20 yards of completion. What's made your offense so successful this year? 
Well, we've, you know, like most years, we try to really focus on uh, trying to have a team aspect with it. And, you know, everybody works together to be successful. And I think a lot of that has uh, come into play as far as having our success that, you know, if something doesn't work, we're, we're able to move to another part of our offense and hopefully have success there. On the other side of the ball, you've got a number of guys hovering around that 100 tackle mark, and you've only given up more than 23 times. What's been so stifling about your defense? Same thing. We really preach on, uh, you know, um, hustling to the ball as much as possible and, you know, and uh, gang tackling, you know, not uh, having any one person to rely on as far as getting our tackling done, that everybody's got to step up and, and do their job. Looking at your opponent, Coach, Overton, 9-1. and one. Their only loss is to a potential semifinal opponent in undefeated Kennesaw. What jumps out to you most about the Eagles? Well, again, a very well-coached team. I know um, Coach Hoosfeld is a uh, um, you know, very experienced coach and does a good job preparing his players. And, um, you know, they have a very disciplined offense that uh, will be very challenging for our defense to put a stop to. And, um, defensively, I think uh, they do a really good job of getting to the ball, and we'll need to make sure we maintain our blocks to be successful. Finally, Coach, what is it going to take for your Broncos to be successful tonight in this one and make it back-to-back state semifinal appearances? Well, like most games, when you get to this level, that uh, you know, minimize on the penalties as much as you can and, and taking care of the football and just doing all your little proper techniques as far as blocking and tackling. You know, the person or the team that does that the best, uh, I think, has a good chance of winning. That's Mullen Bronco, undefeated on 2018 season. Head coach Mitch Pfeiffer. Coach, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for your support. We'll have starting lineups coming up. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. And let's take a look at the Five Points Bank starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, and Carney. Overton won the toss to Ferd. Mullen will take the ball, so let's start with the de- defense for the visiting Eagles. On the defensive line, 170-pound junior number 35, Christian Smith. 230-pound senior number 56, Skyler Brown. 270-pound junior number 79, Keen Martin. The linebackers, 190-pound junior, number three, Jacob Surridge. 145-pound junior, number 23, Addie Vance. 170-pound senior, number 42, Alex Hubbard. 170-pound junior, number 45, Ryan Lobby. In the safety, 165-pound senior, number 25, Braden Kaiser. The Eagles are 9-1 on the season and coached by Paul Husenfeld. The Broncos... Let's take a look at their offense. Starting on the offensive line, 210-pound senior, number 51, Colton Hendricks. 
205 pound senior number 74, Kobe Walker. 220 pound junior number 84, Clayton Hassett. On the offensive ends, 160 pound senior number 13, Zachary Sweet. 205 pound senior number 80, Ty Durfee. Running backs, 155 pound senior number 55, Jade Lovett. And 180-pound senior, number 33, Lane Edis. Quarterback for the Broncos, 145-pound senior, number 14, Brady Gracie Mullen. 10-0 on the season, coached by Mitch Pfeiffer. Plenty more to come here from Mullen as we get ready for D2 quarterfinal football on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. At Apple Barrel Restaurant, located inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. And with high school sports, bands, and all the other activities we're running around taking care of, who's making dinner? Sap Brothers in Odessa says call them. They'll have the fried chicken ready to pick up and take home. Or stop in and take a break and enjoy great food. Still offering a great breakfast and lunch buffet every weekend. Make the short drive to Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sap Brothers Travel Center off I-80, Odessa. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Continuing along the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. Both of these teams, well, as we've looked across and we've talked with both of the coaches, there's the combined record for the teams in the quarterfinals here for Class D2, 75-5. and five. Those only losses are to each other. Overton's loss earlier in the year to Kennesaw, and they that's a potential semifinal matchup. But let's break down both of these teams first. Uh, Trent, looking back in the Tri-Cities, a lot of people might not be too familiar with Mullen, so let's start with the Broncos who are at home. Yeah, and they're going to be led by Lane Edis. He, he's a kid. He's reigned for 2,000 yards two years in a row. That's not something that happens um, you know, hardly ever. doesn't matter if it's 11-man, 8-man, 6-man. That's an, a heck of an accomplishment. He's over the 2,000-yard mark, so they're going to lean on him a lot. And uh, when they, when Overton maybe slows him down a little bit. They're going to go with the play action with Brady Gracie, the quarterback. He's thrown for over 800 yards this year, and he'll look for Lane Edis out of the backfield and, and Zach Sweet and Ty Durfee. Those are you know, three of the guys that they want to get going in the passing game. Um, really, offensively, they just ran through everybody. They, they put up a ton of points, and defensively, they really don't let anybody score. They've just been dominant the entire season, including the playoffs. And what about for Overton coming in? Now, this is a... a team as we we look at the uh the seedings it's a four versus a one so overton being the four seed their only loss was the their second game of the season kennesaw's first game of the season obviously that's a very very long time ago a couple months back what do the eagles bring to the table tonight yeah they want to run the ball caleb moore he's over a thousand yards on the year as is ryan lobby well 
he's getting real close. He'll go over this game. He's at 970 yards. Between those two, they just kind of run of a uh, kind of a option, trouble option, kind of an offense. They want to send guys in motion and and get people going in space. Uh, a lot of ISOs, and then uh, and then when they go to the air game, they like to run a lot of flood routes out to the outside. So, and they look for Braden Kaiser. Um, Kaiser, he's only thrown for 300 yards on the season, but um, when he does connect, uh, he's lethal. He they've scored a lot of touchdowns through the air mostly on the ground. They force a lot of turnovers defensively, too, over 30 on the season. So um, really coming in this game, what they want to do is they, they're going to try to slow Edis down, and that's going to be key for them. Both of these teams, they've got stud running backs. Let's just leave it at that. They've got lines that are over 200 across the board, um, all three of them up there. Guard, center, guard. They throw on a couple ends. They want to run the ball. They fly over the place on defense. What's the key for both of these teams to get the win? Obviously, Mullen, you're at home. You're the top seed. You haven't lost all year. Just keep that rolling. Overton, your only loss is to a great Kennesaw team you might get to see next week at home and get some revenge on that. What are the keys for both of these teams? Well, first off, you have to be able to stop the run. Uh, both teams, like you said, just want to ground and pound. That's really what we're going to see. And then they've got to stay They've got to stay home on the play action. They can't get sucked up too far. Um up the field and you know along the defensive lines they got to be able to get penetration somewhere uh, especially for Overton we've seen Overton a couple weeks ago in their first round win against Giltner uh, where they were just in the backfield all day given uh, Dean Hendricks for Giltner uh, just a heck of a time he's he was running for his life so if, if Overton, Overton can pr- create a lot of pressure um, that's going to be key because Edis is just their workhorse for Mullen so um Really slowing him down will be a big factor tonight. Well, let's take a look at how both of these teams got here. Overton on the regular season went 7-1, and one, started out with a 50-13 to 13 win at Elm Creek and then fell their only loss of the season, a 36-30 loss to Kennesaw in their first game. Uh, Kennesaw is on the other quarterfinal, possible semifinal matchup for the winner of this ballgame. And then Overton ran off wins over Maxwell, Loomis, Pleasanton, and Selma Myrna, Bertrand, and Elwood. And then in the playoffs, defeated Giltner 42-34 and Sandhill-Stedford last week 30-24. For Mullen, undefeated on the season, started out with a win over Hemingford and then ran off the rest of the season as well. Anselmo Myrna, Garden County, Brady, Medicine Valley, Sandhill-Stedford, Maxwell ended the regular season with Paxton, also started out the playoffs with Paxton. It was a 47-18 victory. And then last week in the round of 16, got Garden County again. They were two of Garden County's three losses on the season. That was a 38-14 win to get them into the quarterfinals with this matchup where it's 9-1 versus 10-0. We've got more to come from the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. When you're looking for a mechanic, you need someone you can trust and someone who knows what they're doing so they can get you back on the road. You have places to go and people to see, so make the car shop in Overton your first stop. Tim and the gang do general repairs, parts, and service. The Car Shop in Overton is a very proud supporter of all the area athletes in and out of the game. The Car Shop in Overton, your one-stop automotive headquarters, so when you're in need of parts, repairs, and service, the Car Shop is all you need. Overton Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and all area high school teams in and out of the game this year. Call Overton Sand and Gravel for when you need it rocked. Overton Sand and Gravel is the only name you need to remember. They carry everything from crushed concrete to river rock, decorative rocks, and gravel for driveways. There's no job too big or small for Overton Sand and Gravel. Commercial or residential, concrete, and other rock. Overton Sand and Gravel, serving Overton and surrounding areas. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Welcome back into Mullen, Caleb Henry, alongside Trent Ankengay here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Let's look at what's going on around the rest of the playoffs, starting in D1. Over on Power 99, it's Arcadia Loop City hosting top seed in the West, Burwell. That game in Arcadia on Power 99. The other side of that in the West, North Central taking on Dundee County Stratton. That's a 6-7 matchup. Then in the East, it's top seed Creighton playing Lutheran High Northeast and Emerson, or Exeter Milligan Friend hosting Guardian Angels in that one. That's a one versus a five, a two versus a three. That's in D1. And then here in D2 on ESPN, Tri-Cities, it's Mullen and Overton. We're getting ready to kick off for that one. Starting lineups going on in the background as well. And then on the other side, on the Breeze 94-5, it's Kennesaw hosting Lawrence Nelson. Big matchup there. Those teams, two teams played earlier on in the year. And then over on the east side of the Class D2 bracket, it's Humphrey St. Francis in the second quarter. Leads Fall City Sacred Heart 24 to 14, and in the fourth quarter, Johnson Brock is leading Bloomfield 72 to 32. 40 point swing there. Johnson Brock will be moving on to the state semifinals in the East. We will have some more games later on this week on Friday over on the Breeze 94.5. We will have Sutton hosting Norfolk Catholic, and then on Power 99 we will have the six man semifinal Wilcox Hildreth at Harvard so a couple games going on there we'll also have some high school volleyball on Thursday we'll follow those winners along Friday and hopefully Saturday into some state finals but coming up in just a couple minutes we're going to have kickoff for the class D2 state quarterfinals here from Mullen as the Broncos host the Eagles of Overton on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. 
Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Goodyear, more driven. Hey, I'm Clark. I work at the drugstore, and I hate my job. People are always asking me these annoying questions, like, will this soap dry my skin out? Can you unlock the razor case? Will you please ring me up? I'm not like a soap-having ring-up key master wizard, okay? Just buy all your bathroom stuff at dollarshaveclub.com. They'll deliver all your bathroom stuff, so you don't have to come to my store and bother me when I'm trying to text my girlfriend's friend. Right now, get our three most popular grooming products and our best razor for just five bucks. Only at dollarshaveclub.com slash radio. Five Points That's Bank Dollar has Shave been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever games, you go. Mobile so deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free ESPN. business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass no app. No it maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Is Notre Dame really the third best team? No. And you won't like my argument here. Welcome back into Mullen. We are just seconds away from kickoff. By the way, officials based out of Gothenburg, so they made a little bit of a trip up here as well, but it's well worth it. Uh, Trent, as we were looking around, um, as we said, when we came over to this field, this is my first time here. You've been here uh, before. Come watch some Blue Hill football. You come over the top of that, that ridge, you look down on the football field. just looks like it's a sandlot, some backyard football. And that's what Mullen's ready to play here. Yeah, it's really cool when you come down over the hill and uh, it's just down here in the bottom you got the trees lining around it uh kind of gives you that um that colorado type of feel that that pack 12 mountain west type of feel Uh, espn radio sports center we go through edith so we'll see what happens first possession and we see martin for overton we're going to start out with kind of a squib kick here it's picked up at the 30 run out to the 35 before being drugged down in a whole pile there. So good starting field position for Mullen. So Trent, as we said, obviously they're going to run it through Edis. What can we expect from Mullen on their first offensive possession? A lot of isos, a lot of toss sweeps, and uh, they're going to use Edis. They're going to go through Edis. um, And if you're Overton, you've got to be wary of maybe a, a, a pass to start out the game, but um, I'm sure Mullen will probably want to come out and establish a line of scrimmage. Everyone in tight eye formation. Gracie under center at the 37-yard line. Sweep to the far side with Edis, who's going to slip right through the first group of defenders and take it out past the 35, the down party. about to the 32-yard line. That's going to be a first down on the first play for the Broncos. Wow, easy to see why Edis has over 2,000 yards for the second straight year. He's just explosive. My goodness, he a little toss, tight, toss sweep to the right, and he just cut back across the field for easy 12 yards. First down right away. Gracie again under center. This time they're going to do a play-action pass. He's got someone wide open downfield. Good throw, just a little bit too tall. Looking for Zachary Sweet down there. That would have been six, maybe at least down inside the five first and goal. Nice time to run that play-action, just didn't execute. Yeah, because Overton wants to come out, and they've heard all week about how they need to slow down Lane Edis, so Mullen comes out on uh, first and ten. They kind of a run, a, not a junk play, but... Uh, they know how they have more time, so they run that play action, just kind of a, a drag route across, and uh, just missed him. I formation again, 
Gracie under center. Toss sweep to the far side with Edis, who immediately cuts it back inside. He'll bring it inside the 30-yard line. Second or third down and about six, seven yards. Yeah, and Overton's been really good at run defense all season long. Um, we shut, we saw them shut down Giltner when we the had them a couple weeks ago. And now Mullen comes out in third and seven. We'll see if they want to lean on the ground game. Kind of four down territory here, so don't have to get it all here. Got to get down to about the 22, 23-yard line. Hard count. Now they're going to fake the pitch, and it's another play action. Got a guy open on that far side making the grab is Ty Durfee, who's inside the 10. He's going to dive towards the goal line, but he's going to be short. They're going to say he actually ran out of bounds near the five-yard line, but two play-action passes on the first drive. Yeah, so they they faked the sweep to this near side and then had Ty Durfee just wide open on an out route, and nobody was home. Overton did a good job in pursuit, though, to bring him down uh, just outside the five-yard line. First and goal from the five. I formation again. This time they'll just run an ISO with Edis to the right side. He's bouncing off a couple tacklers. He'll spin around another one and get the first points on the board for the Broncos. Yeah, that's a great start from Mullen. Came out uh, able to get Edis going a little bit, but also uh, they connected on their passes, and I think both teams tonight are going to have to do that because, you know, we're in the quarterfinals now. Both teams are very good uh, against the, against run defense, against the run. So uh, being able to connect on those passes is key. Now going for two. It's going to be another play action. Ball thrown into the end zone, and it's caught. Making the grab over there for two is Jade Lovett. So to start this ball game, it's Mullen jumping out to an 8-0 lead over Overton. 10.47 to go in the first quarter here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. The first kick of the game for Mullen goes into the end zone. So Overton coming out ready. First and 10 from the 15. What can we expect from the Eagles offensively to start this ball game, Trent? Want to get more in lobby going. It's important you don't come out and go three and out because then Mullen gets the ball back and can really gain some early momentum. So key to come out, put together a nice drive. Maybe take off some clock too. Kaiser under center motion coming from left to right. They will hand it off with Moore following to the right side. It's going to be a gain of about two. Yeah, just kind of a uh, ran him out of that flex in position and, and ran him in motion and ran an iso off the this near side. But Edis came through, cleaned it up. Um, but, you know, Overton gets second down seven, so uh, not a bad start for them. We'll see that a lot with a healthy dose of Lobby and Moore out of that backfield. Also, Kaiser running it and throwing it from that quarterback position. He's going under center. Lobby just behind him. 
And he'll hand it off to Lobby, going to that far side, following a couple blockers, and he's going to stay on his feet and run out of bounds just past the sticks to pick up a first down. Yeah, just kind of a beer there and gave it to the fullback Lobby, and he's able to get the first down fairly easy. Uh, good start for Overton to get the first down. Uh, the one thing they couldn't do is come out, get that three now. So they moved the chains, and now they've established they can run the ball fairly well. First and 10. Now we've got a wing on the near side. Lobby in at that running back position. Kaiser under center. They'll hand it off with Lobby again. He's going to run through a couple of tacklers and pick up three. Yeah, good job by him to just uh, lower his shoulder and kind of get what he could Lobby there. The uh, just that same option, and he Bring chose to gave it the there. And we'll got three yards there. The good start for Lobby already at, you know, over 10 yards. Breaking the huddle, taking a little bit of time between plays. Second down and seven. Kaiser under center, motion going to the far side. Now they're going to fake the handoff. They'll pitch it into the backfield, and it's blown up. Going to be a loss back to the original line of scrimmage. Getting the handoff that time was Elijah Husenfeld on the pitch going to the far side, but it went nowhere. Yeah, just a classic triple option there. And Kaiser did a good job of getting the ball out of his hands, but um, it was just swallowed up by Mullen. They have a lot of team speed everywhere, and uh, it really showed on that play that it's really hard to run east and west on these guys. Now a third down and 10. They are able to throw the ball, but as Trent and I said, they don't do it a whole lot. Now motion again going to that far side. Play action pass. Kaiser throws it, and he goes right through the hands to that far side of Alex Hubbard. Going to be a fourth down and 10 now for the Eagles on their own side of the 40 at about the 25. Just a play action there. Then they ran crossing routes, and, and Kaiser threw a fastball over to Moore, um, to Lobby, excuse me, but he just wasn't able to hold on. Hubbard, that was Hubbard, and uh, just went through his hands, and now Overton has the punt. Ryan Johnson back to punt this one away. Gets a nice long kick that's going to sail out of bounds on that far side, depending on where that goes. Mullen's going to have great field position again. But, Trent, you and I were both on the field before the game. There was a little bit of rain, but how did, how did that field feel uh, as these players are obviously going to be running the ball quite a bit? It looks like it's uh, firmed up and shouldn't be a problem tonight. Uh, might be a dew setting on, so uh, it could get wet as we go on to the evening, but um, nothing terrible. Field should be in fairly good shape. Mullen coming back out for their second possession, scoring on that first one. I formation. Going to be another play action pass. Just lobbed over here to the near side, making the grab. Is Zachary Sweet this time, and he'll pick up a first down. By the way, these field positions for tonight, field conditions for tonight, brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weges and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed signs with service, delivering success. You know, just because a team hasn't thrown a lot doesn't mean they can't. Mullins came out and really used that play action to their benefit early, and that's going to set up the run for them very well. Now they're going to hand it off right up the middle with the fullback. That's Jade Lovett. Going to go ahead and pick up four yards. Yeah, just a quick dive up the middle because, um, you know, Overton's key in on Edis so much. So that's opening up the field for other guys like Lovett and uh, Ty... And um, Zach Sweet and Ty Durfee, those three guys have got some touches because of the 
pressure on Edis. Same eye formation, but a very hard count. Now they will snap the ball, throw it to Edis on the far side. He's just going to slip through a couple guys. Now he spins around another one, breaking tackles left and right, and he's going to trot into the end zone from 30 yards out. And Trent, that's why we said Edis has over 2,000 yards rushing. You can't, you just can't bring him down. That kid, he's the best running back we've seen maybe in every, any class that we've watched. He, his, he just runs through tackles, his balance, his speed, and his vision, mainly his speed and strength just just pop out to you. And um, it, it just took a toss sweep there, and the quarterback threw a good block to get him going. And, uh, and now Mullen's taking a two-touchdown lead early in this first quarter. Extra point upcoming. They'll hand it off to the right side. Looks like they're going to be stopped that time, though. So with 7.55 to go in the first quarter, it's Mullen 14 over to nothing on ESPN Tri-Cities and FlatRiverPreps.com. When you're looking for a mechanic, you need someone you can trust and someone who knows what they're doing so they can get you back on the road. You have places to go and people to see, so make the car shop in Overton your first stop. Tim and the gang do general repairs, parts, and service. The Car Shop in Overton is a very proud supporter of all the area athletes in and out of the game. The Car Shop in Overton, your one-stop automotive headquarters, so when you're in need of parts, repairs, and service, the Car Shop is all you need. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. The Eagles will take the ball at the 15-yard line, first and 10. Back here, back here in Mullen, where the second kickoff of the game for Walker and the Broncos goes into the end zone. Trent Overton, very quickly, as we're not even halfway through this first quarter, down two scores. And we're going to see that very similar formation for the Eagles. Kaiser under center. Handed off to Lobby, coming to the near side. He runs through a couple tacklers himself before being slammed down just shy of the 25-yard line. Yeah, good start for Lobby on this second possession for Overton. Uh, Just ran that belly dive and got about nine yards. Uh, But Mullen, you can see they've got very good athletes on the defensive line. So uh, Overton did a really good job of blocking on that play. Second and one from the 24-yard line. Now they'll line up strong to the far side. Lobby, the only running back, with Kaiser under center. And as soon as Lobby gets the ball, he's hit, but he's going to spin forward for a first down anyway. New set of chains as Overton is already down two scores. Had to punt on their last possession. Trent, what does that do for a team coming in as the underdogs? It's it's big that you can respond, uh, come out on your second possession, get that first down, move the chains, and now... um, you know, Mullen did a nice, made a nice play there, but they are able to pick up the first down. So, um, see if they can melt some clock off of the scoreboard here. And they're going to run another belly option, hand the ball off to Lobby, who runs through a couple tacklers very quickly out near those sticks. Lobby Looks like it's going to be another second down and one. He is Lobby running like a man possessed on this second possession. Yeah, a lot of effort and determination. Uh, I'm surprised he was, you know, the way that they've been starting this game. I'm surprised Mullen's not keying on him a little bit more. But instead of going right up the gut over the uh, over the center, they ran him out, kind of a veer off that angle there. And it's been successful the two times they've ran it. And now they're on that far hash, so they'll make it strong to the near side. 
Going to run another belly option. This time they will hand it off with Lobby again. It's a healthy dose of Lobby and another first down out near the 40. Yeah, it's going to... Uh, it's really going to take a great effort from him in this offensive line. Guys like Skylar Brown and Keen Martin, those are the two staples on this Overton Eagles team. And so far they've been putting up a heck of a fight, um, just delivering really good blocks to those Mullen Broncos up front. Just under six and a half to go in the first quarter. 14-0 Mullen leading over Overton. First and 10, Kaiser under center. He'll, hand, he'll pull the ball away from Lobby this time, and he's going to run for a first down. He's past the 30, past the 20, and he's going to get bumped out of bounds at the 10. Great job running the option that Kaiser time from Kaiser. Yeah, so that belly dive sucked that it's linebacker over, and Kaiser was able to just squirt past Half him um, to the other side, and he just ran down. And, and now Overton, that's a great response by them to get inside the 10-yard line, sitting right about at the 10, so we'll see if they can. They got four downs to punch it in. I don't think they can get a first down. Yep, and they're going to go ahead and set those chains down back there. First and 10 from just about that 10. They'll hand it off to Lobby, go to that far side. He's going to stiff arm one guy and run in. Stiff arms one defensive back, and he'll take it in from 10 yards out to put the Eagles on the board. Fantastic answer by uh, Overton here to pull up within another score, within one score. Uh, that time, just that same kind of a belly option veer off the guard and the tackle where he angled to the outside, and uh, Overton had or Mullen had no answer for it. Two-point conversions are huge in these games, um, so they're going to line up for two. If they get it, they pull within six. If not, you know, you're down eight. You always feel a lot better if you're down six rather than eight. On the extra point, they'll hand it off with Lobby again, going to that far side, and he'll take it in. So with six minutes to go in the first quarter, it's Mullen 14, Overton 8 here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Hey, we want to thank presenting sponsors allowing us and helping us to get high school playoff football here on ESPN Tri-Cities and Platte River Preps and the Platte River Radio group of stations like Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Waiting to see the kickoff here from Overton, but what an answer, Trent, going down two scores, Overton here in Mullen, and then answering to cut it back to six. Yeah, it's big for Overton to come down and, and get a stop here. Uh, they ran a squib kick the last kickoff, and we'll see if they want to kick it deep or not. This one will go deep, and it's going to be picked up at the five-yard line by Zachary Sweet, who's following a couple blockers here to the near side. He runs out past the 20, and he will be wrapped up from behind. Almost a little bit too patient that time, following blockers on the kickoff. Yeah, nice job by Wyatt Ryan. We saw him make a big touchdown catch in the first round of the playoffs, and he comes down, and, and he can do it all also running down on kickoff coverage there. So now Mullen takes over about the 21-yard line. Uh, obviously, they want to get Edis going, and and they're going to look to keep running those play-action passes and just kind of open it up. Their, their formations are very tight. And that's exactly what they are here. Very hard counts also coming up, and they'll hand it off to Edis running to this near side, and he almost looks like he should get credit for that tackle as he ran over one of the Eagles, but five-yard gain for Edis to start this possession. Yeah, just a power play, and their formations are so tight that uh, it's really hard to kind of shoot the gaps when they pull two guys there. Well, they pull the guard there. 
if you're Overton, you can't really shoot that gap, so um, you got to flow side to side and try to uh, set the edge and bottle them in. Everyone in tight. Eye formation. Play action pass. Ball is thrown over to the far side. It's going to be just shy of the first down. Grab on that far side. Made by Ty Durfee. They've run this play action, and we know that averaging about 20 yards of completion, it's going to be play action passes, but they're running it quite a bit here in this first uh, first half. They're running it well. Yeah, Brady Gracie kind of just threw that one up for grabs, and Durfee made a nice play to, to go up and get it for the nine yards, and Overton actually had it covered very well, a lot better than the first time. Gracie under center, third down and one. They'll pitch it to Edis, who's smacked right when he gets about to the sticks. That looks like, based on the spot, it's going to be a first down, but it's going to be very close on where that is. Yeah, great run defense there. I can't see who came in and made the hit, but they're going to go ahead and give him the first down. down. I mean, Overton is just inches away from potentially forcing a punt. So Overton doing a lot better job um, on defense on this third possession. New set of downs, first and 10 from the 32-yard line. Sweet going under center. As Trent said, it's very, very tight across there. I formation behind him. Handing the ball off to Edis, running to the near side. He's not touched until two yards later, but he'll be wrapped up at the 35-yard line. Second down and six. Yeah, just a basic uh, 38 ISO off of that uh, left side for Mullen. And, and they got about four yards on the play, and that's exactly what you want to do as an offense is you want to get on schedule. You want to get in second five, second four, or uh, and try to get those big runs on first down. Sweet going under center. Takes the snap, hands it off to the fullback going right up the middle, and that's going to be just shy of midfield, third down and short. Those are so tough to stop because it's so quick. And it's really hard to see the ball. The footwork of the quarterback really makes that play because he's he's really selling that sweep because they've had they've had success with it out to the outside. So um, really good job by Overton. Really slow it down for just a two-yard gain. Quanvic got his first carry there as the fullback. Third and three. They'll hand it off to Edis, who's hit in the backfield, but he shakes off the tackler, spins around another one, and now he's going to outrun everyone downfield. He's going to take this one in for his third score of the game from 42 yards out. That really hurts if you're Overton because you had him in the backfield. And, and once you, you thought you had him, it looked like maybe some guys got out of their gaps and Edis is just able to run past everybody. That's, that's kind of heartbreaking if you're an Overton Eagles fan because you did have him bottled up and instead he goes 42 yards on um, really a broken play for a touchdown. Extra point upcoming, I formation. Going to fake the pitch for another play action. Throw it over here to the near side. Diving catch, and it's made by Zachary Sweet. So with 3.25 to go in the first quarter, it's Mullen 22, Overton 8 on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Every day you rise early, sip your coffee, pull on your boots, and go to work. And the team at Pioneer is with you. When you're choosing which product to plant on which part of which field, we're with you. When you're plotting out your planting schedule as winter turns to spring, we're there too. And when you climb into the combine to harvest another bumper crop, there's no question where we are. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Lane Edis, we knew it was going to be a healthy dose of him from the from the Mullen Broncos, but he's already got three touchdowns on runs of 5, 30, and 42. 22-8, Mullen leads Overton. 
Every kick so far has gone into the end zone. This one is going to be picked up at the one-yard line and returned out by Husenfeld, who's following blockers over to the near side, and they're going to be brought down shy of the 20. Overton coming out now, trailing 14. Yeah, and it's important uh, to put, a, put together another nice drive like it did. Uh, I'm sure Mullen is going to key in on lobby, so maybe some um, some design quarterback runs that kind of look like options, uh, some lead ISOs, and see if you can connect on a play action here and there uh, if you got some options. We haven't seen Caleb Moore run the ball in a while, so we'll see if they get him going. Over on the breeze, 94-5, Lawrence Nelson leads Kennesaw in the first quarter, 8 nothing. Ball handed off to Lobby, going to that far side, following a blocker. He's got a little bit of the edge. He'll at least get the first down before being shoved out of bounds just past the 30. Yeah, really good start. And there we go. There's Caleb Moore for, you know, about uh, 10, 12 yards. And uh, that's a good sign for Overton. You're able to move the ball. Uh, you came out first possession. You maybe weren't so sure, but then you responded with a touchdown. And now back-to-back uh, -back possessions where uh, that should give you a lot of confidence. Kaiser under center. He'll hand the ball off to Lobby, who's stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Now he's going to dance around to the far side. We've brought down at the 36-yard line. Second down and six. Yeah, did a really nice job there avoiding the defensive lineman who's um, trying to he's trying to get really low on the Overton guys and try to take out and disrupt the blocking. He was able to use his patience and, and bounce out for about four yards. Put him in a good schedule here. Kaiser under center. Husenfeld, the wing back to the near side. Kaiser won't hand the ball off that time to Lobby. He'll turn it upfield himself. Going to be just past the 40-yard line, but still shy of the sticks. Looks like it's going to be about a third down and one. Yeah, I really like that play design where you're running that option off the, you know, kind of angle, kind of a beer off of the guard, and he's angling out, and then you keep it with a quarterback, and that pulls a linebacker out, and he's able to score through for about four or five, and now you got a third and short. Big third down here at midfield for the Eagles. Kaiser is going to go ahead and put Husenfeld in motion to the far side. He doesn't hand the ball off, and he's going to be brought down on his own side of the 40. Going to be a fourth down and about three, four yards upcoming for the Eagles. Yeah, decision time here. You did play pretty good defense on that last possession besides the one missed tackle on a third and long where Eagles was able to score. So uh, if you're Paul Husenfeld, you maybe think about going for it here with about fourth and three. Lane Edis, three touchdowns already on the game and a big tackle for loss that time. Eagles going for it from their own 39-yard line. Need to get to the 38 of Mullen. Hard count. Nobody budging. Now they are going to hand the ball off to Lobby, who's going to lower his shoulder, and he'll go ahead and run past the 35-yard line. Good pick up there and a fantastic fourth down. The first fourth down of the ball game. advantage Overton. Good job by those big guys up front for Overton to stay disciplined and not jump on the hard count. Sometimes um, when you know you're actually going for it, it's hard to not jump offside. So they did a really good job there. And Lobby uh, was able to just burrow his way up for the first down. And Coach Pfeiffer doing a great job with those Broncos on the D-line. None of them even looked close to budging. Play action pass. Now we're going to see this ball thrown over the top. It looks like we're going to have a touchdown from 34 yards out, making the grab, Elijah Husenfeld to bring the Broncos back within a score. Wow, Kaiser threw him open, and Husenfeld was just streaking down the sideline and, and just kind of turned on the extra gear there to go get that ball, and, and it was uh, Katie Bar the door and six points. Nice job by Overton. Great response. Extra point upcoming. They're already within eight points, trying to close it down to six, taking a while 
with the huddle here. Second quarter now on the breeze where Lawrence Nelson leads Kennesaw 8 to nothing. Kaiser under center. He'll hand the ball off to Lobby, who's hit right away and it doesn't look like he's going to get in. So with a minute five to go in the first quarter, it is Mullen 22, Overton 14 on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPress.com. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Welcome back to Mullen where it looks like we've got a shootout right now in this Class D2 quarterfinal. Still a minute to go in the first quarter. It's already 22-14. to 14. Trent, I knew both team, we knew both teams were going to run the ball. Did we know they were going to score this quickly on each other? Yeah, it's pretty crazy how fast you can rack up a lot of yards. You know, Overton's sitting at about 100 yards um, rushing already, and Mullen's over 100 yards, so um, looking at a you know a ground-and-pound fest. Ball squib kick going to be picked up at the 25-yard line. That's Brendan Walker, and he'll bring the ball out uh, just shy of that 35-yard line. Mullen, every possession so far through this ballgame has been starting right around that 35. Yeah, nice to start out around midfield because, you know, if you if you don't get the first down, you're almost in four-down territory. I mean, if you gain a few yards. So, you know, Mullen's going to come out. They were kind of bottled up on that last possession, but Lane Edis, the All-Sater, just made a few plays. Going to hand it off to Edis again coming to the near side. He's not touched once he runs past the 40. Now he's going to run away from everyone. Looks like he might have a chance to get pushed out of bounds inside the five, but no one's going to get him. He'll take it in on the first play from 46 yards out. Just a counter there uh, to this near side, and Overton, it just takes one step on this Edis kid, and you get out of line, out of your run fits, and uh, Edis can just turn on the burners and run through leg tackles. Really impressed with him early. Um, you know, he's over... He's over 150 yards rushing already and has four touchdowns. You can see why, you know, this uh, Laney just has reigned for over 2,000 yards. Fourth touchdown run of the game. Under a minute now to go in this first quarter. Extra point upcoming for the Broncos. I formation going to run a play action and thrown into the end zone, and they're going to get two more that time as Ty Durfee grabs the uh, grabs the reception in the end zone. So under a minute to go in the first quarter, it's 30 to 14. Mullen leading Overton on ESPN Tri Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Four touchdowns on the game already for Lane Edis late in the first quarter as they hold right now a 30-14 to 14 lead. Very high kick. Going to be grabbed just inside the end zone. So coming out first and 10 from the 15 are the Eagles, again, trailing two scores. You know, the last two possessions, they put together really good drives, both scoring drives, 
and it looks like they're going to have to score about every possession if they want to keep up. Uh, Mullen already sitting at 30 points in this first quarter, so important, really important. You come out here down 30 to 14 to get a score and the two-point conversion to keep it within a possession. We can see easily already through this first quarter how Edis has over 2,000 yards for the second year. Kaiser under center. Going to now pitch it to the far side. It's fumbled and it's picked up by Mullen. Mullen will have the ball short field with still 46 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, recovered by Brandon Peters on the play. And it's just a fumbled, uh, he just fumbled the pitch when when they ran that triple option out to the flat. And now, yeah, Mullen takes over um, inside the, right at the 10-yard line. And they have a chance to put up five touchdowns in this first quarter. They haven't been inside their own 30, and now they're going to start at the 10-yard line of Overton. I formation. Play action pass coming to the near side. Now the ball is going to be run as Gracie takes off towards the sideline, and he'll just decide to uh, lose about one yard on the play is all. That's good coverage downfield because there was no room that time for the play action. Yeah, Overton had it covered really nice, uh, stringing that out and not even allowing the quarterback scramble there. So Overton did a nice job of responding after the turnover. We see Gracie going under center. Same eye formation, very tight across the line. Ball going to be handed off on a counter to the far side with Edis. This time he is wrapped up and not able to get away. He'll be dropped at about the six-yard line, 30 seconds in the first to go. Yeah, only four yards there for Edis, who's um, he's averaging well into the double digits per carry. He's averaging 15 yards a carry in this first quarter on 10 touches. So kind of shows you what he's been doing all game. And we'll get one more play runoff. They're going to go ahead and split everything out wide. They've got a single receiver both sides, one on both sidelines. It's going to be a high snap, but Gracie will take it. He'll throw it into the end zone. It's picked off. Picked off at the five-yard line. Now we're going to be run all the way over here to the near side with a 20. Making the interception over there is Alex Hubbard as time runs out on the first quarter. So Overton, no damage done as they turned it over deep in their own territory, and they're going to have possession first and 10 from the 25-yard line when we come out for the second quarter. It's Mullen 30, Overton 14 on ESPN Tri-Cities and FlatRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, Avenue Q, or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. First and ten. Second, Second quarter, quarter ready to get underway to here in Mullen where the Broncos lead the Eagles of Overton 30-14. to 14. Both teams exchanging turnovers as Overton had fumbled on an option play at the 10-yard line, but then as time expired, Alex Hubbard bringing an interception out to the 25. First and ten for the Eagles. Kaiser under center. 
He'll hand it off to Lobby going to that far side. He's out past the 30 and about out to the 32-yard line. Good start there for the second quarter for the Eagles. Yeah, if if the football gods give you that second chance, you better take advantage of it. You get the the interception at the goal line. You take it out to about the 25-yard line, and then you come out on first down and get about seven, eight yards. That's exactly what you need to do. You want to climb back in this ballgame. You better capitalize on turnovers. Lavia running extremely well already here in the, this first half. Kaiser under center. We'll hand it off with Lavia, and it's fumbled on the exchange, and we're going to get the second Fumble turnover. The Ball grabbed in the backfield by, by Ty Durfee. Back-to-back Number turnovers on possessions for Overton fumbles in the backfield. Yeah, just kind of looked like... It was fumbled at the mesh point on the option, and the ball was just laying on the ground. Durfee fell on fell on it wisely, and now Mullen backs up a little bit from where they were. They're on the 31-yard line. They'll take over, probably try to get Edis going. Eye formation for the Broncos, as Trent has said. Very tight formation all the way across. Going to be a pitch play to the near side. Officials, though, are going to go ahead and blow this one dead. We'll see what they say. Maybe still trying to get set on, on that far side. And looks like we are going to go ahead and get a timeout. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 11.20 to go in the second quarter. Mullen leads Overton 30-14 on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Five stations. Boom, 30 KHIS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze, 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps.com. Platte River Radio and Platte River Preps. They're going to hand the ball off to the right side. He's going to fall forward. And another one play touchdown. Your home for high school sports. Throws the ball across the middle. It's going to be caught. He's going to take it 70 yards and tie the record. Get it all at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Looks like we do have a final on the other side of D2 in the east. It's number two, Johnson Brock, defeating Bloomfield 72-32. to And they're waiting to see who's going to come out of that Humphrey-St. Francis-Fall City Sacred Heart game because right now Humphrey-St. Francis leads 40-36 to fourth quarter. And that's uh, these two teams are playing to try to get to the semifinal and then Memorial Stadium. So right now going to see who one of their possible matchups would be. After the turnover and timeout, Mullen first and ten. From the 30-yard line. Overton creeping up on the line, and now they're going to throw the ball out to Edis, who is wrapped up this time. Only a gain of three or four. When we only see him get uh, get wrapped up and unable to break it, it's something that we're just not used to right now in this game track because it seems like every time Edis touches the ball, he's trying to get to six. Yeah, and I, uh, what Overton did, they brought in an extra defensive lineman, actually. Dalton Carlson um, coming into the game for the first time. trying to. He's a bigger body, trying to... Um, provide some some push for that defensive line for Overton. Now going to be a counter going to the far side with Edis, and he's already five yards downfield. He's past the secondary. The ball's going to be popped out. The ball pops out once he gets inside the 10, and it looks like Overton is going to have the ball. Teams continue to exchange possessions because it looked like Edis was going to score, got wrapped up from behind. Ball popped out. That's back-to-back turnovers for both teams, four turnovers on four possessions. Yeah, you get in the playoffs, and doesn't really matter what happens this game, but going forward, you you got to take care of the football, and that goes for Mullen, and that goes for Overton. You um, getting a little bit sloppy here, you know. Edis always tries to go for that extra yard, and he's very good at it. But that time, Overton did a nice job of, of pursuing and just popping that ball out at the end of the play. First and ten from the, their own seven are the Eagles. 
Ball handed off to Lobby to the near side. He shakes one tackler, and he'll bring it out past the 10-yard line. Yeah, he's doing a really good job. He's running with purpose, and he gets about five yards that play. And he's, he's ran the ball 10 times already for 63 yards. So, you know, averaging over six yards a carry. Moore's averaging over seven yards a carry. Um, Overton running the ball very well. Just you have to take care of the football. Second down and five upcoming. Kaiser going under center. Moore, the wing back on the far side. They'll hand the ball off with Lobby following blockers to that right side. He'll get the first down, be shy of the 20. Yeah, and they kind of uh, false pull with one of their guards there uh, to try to bring linebackers out of the box. And it worked because they were able to get that first down. Lobby continues to run hard. He's he's a tough kid. We The games we've covered... Um, he's just he runs with purpose and determination. Thirty to sixteen, Mullins still leading Overton. Both teams have exchanged two turnovers. So so far, Overton, although both of their turnovers have been deep in their own side, haven't been hurt by it yet. First and ten from the nineteen. Kaiser under center. Now we're going to see Lobby go in motion to the far side. They'll pitch it to him running out there. He's out past the twenty, past the twenty-five, and he's actually going to have run out of bounds before he got to the twenty-five. So he does Taking have lead blockers going over there. A very well play call as he was following more to that far sideline. Yeah, kind of a new wrinkle Overton's ran because they haven't ran lobby um, on a sweep like that. They've they've taken their their split ends or their flex in and and ran him on a sweep. But that time they ran lobby on the sweep out of the fullback position. Second and six, Kaiser going under center. Motion from the wing back, and now they're going to run right up the middle. He's got a little bit of room. Going through there is Husenfeld, but he's tackled from behind, just shy of that 25-yard line. Going to be a little bit of starting to make decisions on what kind of play calls they have here, third and five. Yeah, and um, Clayton Hassett kind of came through and blew that play up for, for Mullen right away, and there was really nowhere for, for Husenfeld to go on the carry. Did a nice job of holding on to the football because he kind of got slammed down to the turf. And now you got third and five. See if they want to go to the air. Kaiser under center. Hard count. Now he's going to drop back to pass. It's going to be a screen pass to the near side. Lobby catches it at the 30, runs out of bounds at about the 33-yard line. Well played there from Coach Husenfeld. Yeah, it had to be quick because Mullen was coming. And uh, they, they were just coming right after the quarterback. And uh, Kaiser did a nice job of getting that ball off. And, and Lobby, when people try to tackle him, they kind of just fall off if, if they don't get a good start on him, a good angle. And he's a really tough running kid. Got good hands, too. Eight and a half to go here in the second quarter. Trailing by two scores are the Eagles. Kaiser under center. He'll drop back to pass it again, throwing to the far side into the flats. Making the grab over there is going to be Elijah Husenfeld who's wrapped up just shy of midfield. But we're starting to see Overton throw the ball more. Trent and I had talked in one of the timeouts that Overton might have to start putting that ball in the air more. Yeah, Kaiser's got a cannon. He can really spin it, um, just run that play action, and, and just fired a fastball into Husenveld and did a nice job of catching it over there in the flat and put yourself on good schedule here, second five. Kaiser going back under center. Pass the last two plays. This time they'll hand it off with Lobby going to that far side, and he's going to push the pile forward. He was going to be shy of that first down, but pushed everyone forward to get shy of the 35-yard line of Mullen, but they are going to pick up the first down. Yeah, and Kaiser's just reading that defensive end. If the if the end kind of squats down at his rear to play contain, he's going to give the ball, and that's exactly what happened there. And Lobby's just been 
really tearing up this Mullen Bronco defense. 13 carries, 77 yards already, averaging six yards a carry. And that would be a heck of a ball game already if we didn't have uh, Edis with a number of touchdowns and 150 yards rushing. Motion to the near side, and the ball is going to be pitched back there, making the grab is Addie Vance, and he'll be run out of bounds. Going to be a second down and long. Yeah, kind of a new face out there to uh, gain a couple yards there. Not sure where Caleb Moore is as he's standing on the sideline, uh, trying to just keep everybody fresh because it's a long game and you're in it for the long haul. So kind of got to spread those touches out between a number of guys to keep everybody fresh. Fresh legs uh, can run through arm tackles. Fresh legs and a chilly night here in Mullen. Temperature around 40 degrees right now. Kaiser under center. Hard count. Now he's going to hand it off running to that far side, lowering his shoulder and picking up a couple more as Addy Vance as he'll get another carry inside the 30-yard line. Yeah, top running kid just lowered his shoulder and picked up a quick six, seven yards on the play. Uh, Vance does come in. He hasn't carried the ball a ton this year, but comes in as a a 145-pound junior, but he doesn't run like it. Runs like a lot bigger kid than that. Now we see Vance get spelled. He'll run back out. Lobby back in at the running back position. And as all the Broncos were up at the line, they hand the ball to Lobby, who's going to be shoved back. And he's not even going to get close to that first down. As a matter of fact, he's going to lose one or two yards. Fourth down and four now from the 30, about the 29-yard line. Yeah, that time they dialed up the correct blitz there and uh, just kind of over, kind of ran a uh, kind of an over uh, overkill blitz there and and uh, too many, too many defenders for the blocking to hold up, and and now they shove him back, and now we got fourth and short. So far, Overton one for one on fourth down conversions. Hard count. Now Kaiser's going to drop back to pass. He'll throw it to the near side. It's a little low, but Lobby does make the catch inside the 25-yard line. So that'll move the sticks. Two for two on fourth down are the Eagles. Lobby's got great hands. That was a fantastic effort by him to go down and. And just barely get his hands underneath the football to move the sticks. Uh, Lobby running really hard, also showing really those pillow soft hands um, out of the backfield. New set of downs from the 24 yard line. Eagles putting together a drive, six minutes to go in the second quarter. Motion now going to the far side. We'll hand the ball off to Lobby, who stopped at the line of scrimmage, dances around back to the left, and he'll turn it into a gain of three. Did a nice job of following those blocks and being patient and then uh, finding that hole to pick up the extra three yards. Just that same option play to lobby up the middle. And uh, Mullen's doing a, a decent job of slowing it down, but but also lobby just runs a little too tough, and he can always pick up those three or four yards. Eagles putting together a drive as they've had the ball after both teams exchanged turnovers. So far they're turnover-free on this possession. Ball going to be handed off with Lobby again, who's going to run forward for five, and now he'll bounce it out to the outside. He'll get inside the 15. Looks like right at the sticks over there, but might be just short. Yeah, I think he's just short, but again, Lobby, um, really tough to bring down. Just every time you look, four or five yards when you give him the football. um, You know, he's just a tough running kid, and it looks like they're just short of the first down. Uh, We'll see what what they do here. Well, the chain gang is bringing out the chains just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they will get you home. The Carney Towing and Repair chain gang coming all the way across the field to take a look at this one. 5.16 to go in the second quarter. Overton marching, and they're going to have it by the nose of the football. First and 10 for the Eagles. Yeah, the way the 
the yard marker on the far side of the field. Made it look like he was going to be short, and then they, you know, they brought the brought the chain gang out there and, and easily had it by about uh, football's length there. So now Overton melt some clock off with this drive, and they've got they've got two extra chances at it because they had the two turnovers, and they've got to capitalize here. Uh, about the 15-yard line. Amazingly, no one has scored yet in this second quarter. Overton driving. Speed option to the far side. Pitch back to Lobby. Catches it at his own 20. Now he's going to run past the 15. Lowers his shoulder at the 10. And he'll be brought down second down in about four. Man, it doesn't look like uh, anybody really wants to tackle him very badly. He he kind of lined up and, and uh, made a run at it. And the Broncos didn't really uh, come up and meet him very hard. Just He's just run so low to the ground and runs with a lot of speed. Uh, good physical runner. Another five yards. Every time you look, it's lobby. Four yards, five yards, four yards. Eagles are on the far hash. Strong to the near side with the wing back. Going to hand the ball off again to lobby following everyone to the near lobby side. And he'll be just shy of that five-yard line. Need to get about to the, the four, four and a half for another first down. Uh, they did a little better job there of kind of slanting the defensive line there. And, and Taekwon Vig was able to... Uh, bottle him up for just a two-yard gain. So now third and two inside the 10-yard line. They can get the first down at the five, so they don't have to score to move the sticks, see if they keep going to lobby or if, or if they run something else here. Now on the near hash, strong to the far side. Lobby only running back. Kaiser under center. Speed option go to the far side. The ball is on the ground. Lobby does pick it up, though. As Kaiser was running that speed option to the far side, he got blown up in the backfield, and the ball was put on the ground, making the uh, strong tackle in that backfield. Hard to see what some of those numbers are across there, but Mullen dialing up the right blitz for a fourth down and seven. That was Kwanvik again, just slanted as a defensive lineman and was able to just knock the ball out of the hands and very fortunate for Overton to fall on that one where they did. Didn't lose very many yards, fourth and long here from the 15. And now they're going to go ahead and spread things out. Kaiser in shotgun. Twins, both sides. And we're going to go ahead and get another timeout here. And another EMT physicians of Carney time out with 314 to go in the first half it's 30 to 14 Mullen leading Overton on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com when you're looking for a mechanic you need someone you can trust and someone who knows what they're doing so they can get you back on the road you have places to go and people to see so make the car shop in Overton your first stop Tim and the gang do general repairs, parts, and service. The Car Shop in Overton is a very proud supporter of all the area athletes in and out of the game. The Car Shop in Overton, your one-stop automotive headquarters. So when you're in need of parts, repairs, and service, the Car Shop is all you need. At Apple Barrel Restaurant, located inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. And with high school sports bands, and all the other activities we're running around taking care of, who's making dinner? Sap Brothers in Odessa says call them. They'll have the fried chicken ready to pick up and take home. Or stop in and take a break and enjoy great food. Still offering a great breakfast and lunch buffet every weekend. Make the short drive to Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sap Brothers Travel Center off I-80 Odessa. Fourth and seven for the Eagles and they are going for it. Twins to the far side and round motion. Coming to the near side. Low snap for Kaiser. 
Looks over to that far side into the end zone. Very low catch and very low throw. And they're going to say he makes the catch. That's going to be a first down to move the chains. It was Wyatt Ryan getting his hands on the ball. That's a couple great catches. Kaiser's thrown a couple low so far, but that's three for three now, two for two on this drive on fourth down. That was absolutely clutch from both of those guys. Uh, They brought Lobby in motion then and kept him in the pocket to provide the extra blocker. And then uh, Kaiser delivered a bullet out to, um, to Wyatt Ryan. First and goal from the three. Kaiser running the quarterback sneak, and he's going to put it in from three yards out. It's Kaiser bringing the Eagles back within one touchdown. Yeah, that's big now. I guess if they get the extra point, they'll be within one touchdown. Now they're only down 10. 10 10-point game, so uh, this two-point conversion is huge because it turns it into a completely different ball game if you don't convert here. Um, I would look to them to maybe just give it to Lobby. The way he runs, he averages, he's averaging over uh, four yards of carry, so try to get the ball in his hands. On the extra point, they are going to hand it off to Lobby, going to the near side, and he is going to get Lobby in. 2.59 to go in the second quarter. It's Mullen 30, Overton 22 on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Overton Sand and Gravel is a proud supporter of this broadcast and all area high school teams in and out of the game this year. Call Overton Sand and Gravel for when you need it rocked. Overton Sand and Gravel is the only name you need to remember. They carry everything from crushed concrete to river rock, decorative rocks, and gravel for driveways. There's no job too big or small for Overton Sand and Gravel. Commercial or residential, concrete, and other rock. Overton Sand and Gravel, serving Overton and surrounding areas. Three minutes to go in the first half, and Overton has cut it back to one possession, 30-22 to 22 here in Mullen. Both teams exchanged back-to-back turnovers. There are four turnovers on four possessions. Mullen, as Trent, uh, as Trent and I were talking here just a moment ago, Mullen has to be frustrated having the ball on back-to-back possessions on turnovers inside the 30, not able to convert, turning it over themselves both times, and now getting ready to come out for their first possession in here about four or five minutes. Yeah, that was a great job by Overton to capitalize on the turnover and melt a lot of clock off. And we'll see if they can bottle up Mullen here on their first possession. Zachary Sweet grabs it at the three. He's going to run over to the far side, dance back into the 15. Now we run across the 20 and out to the 25. And this is actually the 25-yard line is the worst field position Mullen has had so far through this first half. Yeah, and it's still really good field position. So now Mullen needs to come out. And, you know, early on they ran a lot of play action passes trying to get guys just running free, focusing on Lane Edis. I would expect maybe a screen pass or a swing pass out of the backfield, get Edis going in the passing game. Tight eye formation, sweet under center. Counter to the near side with Edis, who's going to be wrapped up after only a gain of about one yard. Overton playing with a lot of passion after running off clock and getting that touchdown. Edis gets up slow. He's going to be okay, though. He's a tough kid. Um Good time for a screen pass if you're bowling here. The way Overton's just flowing so hard down the field. Um, You know, they're selling out on the run, uh, doing a nice job in the back end, covering up those those ends. So I'm going to look to get my running back involved in the passing game. Gracie going back under center. Going to fake the pitch, and now he's looking to throw to the far side, and it's right through the hands of his receiver on that far side. It was Zachary Sweet who got blown up as soon as the ball got there anyway, but ball incomplete, third down and about 10. Yeah, Overton coming out, doing exactly what you have to do to compete, and 
and they're playing they're playing the run really well, and they're also staying home on those play action passes, not getting they're not biting on the runs, and uh, did a nice job to just separate the ball from the defender there. And now we see Mullen spread it out. Last time they did this, they threw that interception on the goal line. Gracie is going to just throw this one up for grabs downfield, and it goes through the hands. That was a big interception opportunity downfield for Jacob Surridge, but it went just a little bit too tall for him and a little bit short of his receiver. Yeah, that, I'm surprised nobody got a hand on it. Went through Surridge and Edis's hands, and Edis is oh, just frustrated with himself that the ball fell to the ground. Good sportsmanship by both teams there. Lobby helped up Edis, so uh, you know, even when you're in the thick of things, good to. Uh, Show that good sportsmanship. Fourth down and 10 and getting ready to punt it, but a flag comes in. So we're going to see whether they back him up or move him forward. Where that official was, he was pointing to Overton, and it is going to be offsides and move them up five yards. So it was a fourth and 10 from the 25. Now it's going to be a fourth and five from the 30. And looks like uh, Coach Pfeiffer is still going to go ahead and have the Broncos punt. It's Brendan Walker back to punt this one away. Snap's important here. Uh, hasn't had to punt all game and seen some bad uh, shotgun snaps. Very good end over end. Punt oh. is going to drop at the 23-yard line. Alex Hubbard picks it up, and now he'll run out past the 25-yard line, but there's a flag in that backfield in the area of roughing the kicker. Yeah, you got to give the kicker place a land. He I think he maybe did a good job of selling it there. There uh, wasn't a lot of contact. The snap was pretty slow getting back there. Overton nearly got a hand on the football, but uh, yeah, they dropped the flag. I would. I'm not. Do they still do running in the kicker and roughing the kicker, or is it all the same penalty now? Either way, if it if it goes five yards, they're going to move them up, and that's going to put them right at the sticks for five. And where they are there, they might have to come out and measure this one. Looks short from up here. I'll have, to, I'll have to maybe measure it. And looks at where they are. They are going to go ahead and bring out uh, the chain gang is bringing out the chains just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you. If you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, they will get you home. And they're going to go ahead and say that just looking across there, nope, now they are bringing that chain gang out for sure. Where they were, they looked like it was very close on that five yards getting all the way to that first down. We're going to see exactly what the chains say here after they mark it off and where that is that's a definite first down so essentially a turnover for Overton after forcing the three and out yeah and that was tough that was just an effort play Uh, that was a really tough break for Overton Um, but you know it stems from that first penalty on that play where they they were lined up offsides you got to get lined up right you've got to prevent the small mental mistakes that eventually add up into the bigger ones because if you don't line up in the neutral zone um, to start the play, um, you know, it's still fourth and five instead of um, a first and ten for Mullen with a chance to, you know, break it open. New set of downs at the 35-yard line. Gracie under center. Counter going to the far side. Tripped up in the backfield is Edis. Flying in and making the tackle back there is Skylar Brown. Skylar Brown's a big kid, and he just beat his guy off of the snap of the football just nice swim move to come across field and eat a stumble a little bit but Skylar Brown came up and cleaned it up and now uh, Mullen's behind schedule second down and 14 Overton has really improved as this game's gone on um, you know bottling up Mullen minute and a half here to go in the second quarter shotgun formation now for Gracie he will take a lobbing snap he's looking to throw it back over to that far side and he's got a wide-open screenplay over there. Sweet will run this one out 
past the 40 and short of the 36-yard line for Mullen, a minute to go in the first half. Yeah, good good play call to kind of neutralize the the uh, aggressive nature of this Overton defense, kind of uh, make them kind of think about what's going on in the flats, and uh, Sweet was just able to get it into a third manageable. Going to run a sweep here to the near side with Edis, who picks up the first down, running into a couple of Eagles. That'll stop the clock as they get a first down. Yeah, move the chains, nice little top sweep. And uh, quarterback threw a nice block to kind of jump start that run. And they do move the chains, so now we got 47 seconds left. It's another ENT Physicians of Kearney timeout. 47 seconds to go in the first half. It's Mullen 30, Overton 22 on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. We want to let you know internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio's group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. First and 10 from the 34-yard line. 47 seconds to go in the first half. Mullen leading 30-22. to 22. We've only had one touchdown in the second quarter. Trent, I'm, you know, outside of those turnovers, this is not something we expected after that first quarter. No, it looked like we were on pace for, you know, to a 70-60 to 60 game, but that's really slowed down, and both defenses have made adjustments and dialed in. Gracie under center. He's going to take a big seven-step drop, and he'll throw it over to the near side. He's got a receiver making the grab on the sideline. is Sweet, and he'll be shoved out of bounds shy of the 15. Yeah, Sweet does a really nice job of, of high-pointing the football. He kind of reminds you of a, a Jordan Westerkamp, the way he goes up and just and focuses his eyes in on the football and, and makes sure he catches it with his hands. Really nice pitch and catch there from Gracie to Sweet. New set of downs, first and 10 from the 16-yard line, 41 seconds to go in the half. Counter to the far side with Edis, who's going to dance around a couple defenders before being brought down, now down at about the 14, 13-yard line, and they'll get another timeout here with 33 seconds to go. We want to thank presenting sponsors for allowing us to get high school football on the air here across Platte River Radio's group of stations like Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. We're going to take a quick 30-second break here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. We'll give you all of the scores upcoming on the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show, but really quickly looking over at the ball game on the Breeze 94-5 at halftime, it's Lawrence Nelson leading Kennesaw 14 to nothing. Second down and six for the Broncos. 33 seconds to go here in the first half, running a player in and off the field out of that timeout as they went over to the huddle. Spreading things out are the Broncos. Trips to the near side, single receiver to the far side. The snap is fumbled in the backfield. Gracie looks like he was able to jump on it 
back at his own 25-yard line, and there's going to be a timeout burned, final timeout burned from Mullen. We're going to keep things right here because Mullen is now out of timeouts. Overton still has one timeout remaining. Uh, Trent, just initial thoughts on right now. We know Mullen, obviously you want to score because coming into the, the second half, Overton is going to have the ball. You want to put points on the board. Also don't want to turn it over there. There was almost another turnover for the Broncos. That would have been their third. What are you dialing up here on this third down and about 20? Well, they've had some trouble at a shotgun, uh, just snapping the football back to the quarterback. It's, it's been a little deep. I'd, I'd step my quarterback back about a, a yard. It, but, um, you know, they've had some success just kind of winging it down the field. I'd give Edis a chance to try to split the coverage or, or maybe sweet on the outside and maybe go up and make a good good uh, high-pointed catch. Twins to the near side. Motion going to that far side. Sweet is in shotgun. Flag comes flying in, though. Flag on the play. And we're going to see which way this one goes. Looks like an illegal shift on 13. He was going forward because the, uh, the snap wasn't on time. And he was ready to go upfield. Just a timing thing there. So a third and 19 turns into a third down and 24 all the way back at their own 30-yard line. Need to get to a, need to get down to the six to pick up a first down. 25 seconds to go here in the first half. Yeah, so you don't want to turn a ball over, give Overton a chance to, um, you know, run one back or do something crazy. So uh, got to be smart when uh, throwing the ball here. Gracie takes the snap. Now he takes a big drop. He'll throw this one up towards the end zone on the far side. Ball is high-pointed, and now it's going to be tipped out at the last second. That was Brendan Walker with a great chance at the reception, but breaking it up, Addy Vance. Yeah, Addy Vance made a heck of a play because it looked like uh, looked like Walker. Yeah, Brendan Walker went up and, and had the football, but Addy Vance ran by and was able to break up the play. Now it's fourth and 24. Um, Got to watch the fake, but if they punt here... Got to send a lot of pressure, in my opinion. And it looks like they are going to go for it on 4th and 24. Under center, going to be a play-action pass. Gracie rolling over here to the near side. Now chased all the way to the sideline. He'll just throw this one up for grabs down in the end zone. The ball is caught. The ball is caught inside the 5, and that's going to be a first down. Making the grab all the way down there is, you heard it, Lane Edis. Somehow, they have got a first down. Now there's six seconds to go. No timeouts. Waiting to see the chains. And right now, Overton has players that didn't even get all the way down to get on sides. So Overton has to burn their final timeout, and that is a big break for the Broncos. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, you've, As a player, you've got to get... Um, it's an it's next play mentality. No matter what happened, you know... Uh, there's six seconds on the clock. You got to hustle down, and make the play. Now you burn your last time out, but you can set up. You can set up your defense, make sure um, you know there's no breakdowns. But it also gives Mullen the chance to drop a play. Um, you know, with six seconds left, they have time to run two plays if they elect to pass on this first play. Um, but your bread and butter's been Edis. Make him maybe maybe give him the ball here. Going to be a big first down and goal from the four yard line. Only six seconds to go. They're going to go with that eye formation. Edis dotting the eye behind behind Gracie. They will pitch it to him to the near side. He's diving towards the end zone. Are they going to say he got in? And he does. It's another five points bank touchdown for Lane Edis. Tough break for Overton. Had him in, in 
fourth and forever, absolutely forever. And, you know, Mullen throws the basically Hail Mary to just kind of see what happens and falls in the hands of Edith. He makes a good play, then they uh, reward him with the next play. He earned it there uh, on that pitch play to the pylon. Uh, fifth rushing touchdown for him early in this, uh, you know, late in the second half. Extra point upcoming. They'll hand it off to Edis running to the near side, and he'll go in untouched. So Lane Edis with his fifth five points bank touchdown of the ball game. With two seconds to go in the first half, it is Mullen 38, Overton 22. We're going to keep it right here as, as we get close to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. Trent, that was uh, all the way back. It was a it was a third down in. 24, then a fourth down and 24, and they just threw it up for grabs. Looked like everything was looking towards Overton's way that they were going to get the ball back, and then they give up the big play and have to burn a timeout on top of it. And it all stems from those, you know, those two penalties where they they had them in another fourth and long, uh, fourth and ten, and then they got the two five-yard penalties that resulted in the first down, and then that was able to extend the drive. Um, Mullen's been a little sloppy, turning the football over. Uh, having some penalties, but able to pull through. Just a lot of athletes on the field. Uh, they're good enough to get through in most games. Brandon Walker just squib kicks this one downfield and is going to bounce around, picked up at the 15-yard line and nowhere really to go, and that's going to bring us to halftime. So it's halftime in the D2 quarterfinal here in Mullen. It's the Broncos, 38, Overton, 22. So make sure you stick around. We're going to go scores and some stats on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show right here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlantRiverPreps.com. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPack with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPack increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPack is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPack and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. When you're looking for a mechanic, you need someone you can trust and someone who knows what they're doing so they can get you back on the road. You have places to go and people to see, so make the car shop in Overton your first stop. Tim and the gang do general repairs, parts, and service. The car shop in Overton is a very proud supporter of all the area athletes in and out of the game. The car shop in Overton, your one-stop automotive headquarters, so when you're in need of parts, repairs, and service, the car shop is all you need. Even after 38 years, we still start early every morning in every Amigos kitchen to make the foods and flavors you love. We're chopping fresh vegetables, mixing Amigos' famous ranch dressing and salsas, slow-cooking pinto beans, steaming the rice, mixing up batches of homemade guacamole, and grilling the marinated chicken. Your made-to-order items start with real people making real food. It's not the easiest way, just the best. At Amigos, where made from scratch is our recipe. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Welcome back into Mullen. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. It's the hometown Broncos, the higher seed, the top seed in the West in Class D2, leading number four Overton, 38-22 to with a late uh, late in the uh, half. It was actually only two seconds to go in the half, scoring to extend that lead out to 16. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Let's begin with the stats because the first quarter was high-flying. Second quarter was turnover-ridden, um, burned a lot of clock. But what do we have for the first, uh, first half stats? Uh, Trent. Starting with Overton, Braden Kaiser, 5 for 6, 62 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Kaiser also ran the ball six times for 25 yards and a touchdown. Caleb Moore, two carries, 15 yards. Ryan Lobby, 19 carries, 97 yards and a touchdown. Braden uh, uh, Addison Vance, two carries, 10 yards, and Overton tallied up 211 yards on 39 total plays. 149 of those coming on the ground, averaging four and a half yards a carry. And for Mullen, uh, it was really Laney to 16 carries, 187 yards, and five touchdowns. Also added two catches for 39 yards. Brady Gracie, six for 10, 100 yards through the air. Uh, he's found Zach Sweet two times for 27 yards, and Ty Durfee two times for 34 yards. Um, other rushing stats, Zach Sweet, one carry for 12 yards. Brady Gracie, two carries for minus nine yards. Uh, one of those on a on a botched quarterback snap. And Jad Lovett, Jade Lovett, one carry for four yards. Ty Quanvick, one carry for three yards. Mullen um, tallied up 297 yards on just 31 plays, 197 of those coming on the ground. Well, those are the stats. We're going to break down what we saw from both teams. Very different quarters between the first and the second. Also some scores from across eight-man, both D1 and in D2. A couple of great games going on. Most of them are at the half. It's just the D1 East that's still in the second quarter. But there's plenty more to come here from Mullen on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show where Mullen leads Overton 38-22 to on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. If your last new car dealing resembled a full contact martial art and not near as much fun, Reason Ford in Aurora says come find out what low pressure customer based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Ford in Aurora are greeting more and more folks by their name. It's called Friendly Friesen. Friesen Ford, Aurora. 
Genetics first, traits second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the fields this season, getting to know your hybrid choices inside and out so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique turn row incentives, contact your local co-op agronomist today. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Continuing along the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show here from Mullen. Let's start looking at Class D1. Let's look at scores across all of the eight-man games going on. It's at the half in Arcadia on Power 99. Burwell leads Arcadia Loop City. It's the 1-5 matchup in the D1 West. 21-8. to It's the Longhorns leading the Rebels. And on the other side of that western bracket, it's North Central leading Dundee County. Stratton 30-8 to also at the half. In the second quarter, it's Exeter Milligan friend leading Guardian Angels 18 to nothing, and Creighton leads Lutheran High Northeast 30 to 14. Here in Class D2 in the West at the half, right here on ESPN Tri Cities, it's Mullen 38, Overton 22, and then Lawrence Nelson has three losses on the year. All three of those losses are to teams here in the quarterfinals. They lead Kennesaw 14 to nothing over on the Breeze 94-5. Yeah, and you know the first time they played, it was 60 to 12. Kennesaw, and it's really hard to come out and play a team twice and, and beat them twice, especially because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, the first time we played, you know, we rolled up on these guys, but um, Lawrence has gotten a lot better as the, as the year's gone on, and uh, and they're playing them really tough. They're, sounds like they're trying to just kind of melt that clock away and keep the ball out of Kennesaw's hands, and, and Kennesaw's having a tough time getting going offensively. Looking at the rest of that class, D2 bracket it is humphrey st francis getting the win over fall city sacred heart 54 to 36 pulling away late in that one and then johnson brock defeated bloomfield 72 to 32 so it looks like humphrey st francis will host johnson brock in the first semifinal that we know for sure in class eight man that's a couple of heavyweights on the the eastern side of that bracket yeah just perennial powers all across when you look at the um who's left you know Humphrey St. Francis, Fall City Sacred Heart, Johnson Brock, Bloomfield. These are all teams in the East that are there, you know, year in and year out. And same goes for um, in the West here where we're at, Mullen and Overton and Lawrence Nelson and, and even Kennesaw. A lot of strong programs just um, athletically. It's not just one sport either. Um, you know, it's football, it's basketball, it's wrestling, track. You see them everywhere. Uh, kind of crazy how the same schools always kind of rise to the top year in, year out. And you see that in Class D1 right now with their quarterfinal games. Burwell, uh, we've seen Arcadia Loop City over the last uh, half dozen years as they be- have bounced between D1 and C2. They've made runs in the playoffs. Uh, Creighton on there. You've got Guardian Angels. All these teams right now across eight-man, It's there's a lot of perennial powers all over the place playing today. Yeah, um, Exeter Milligan friend. You know, Exeter Milligan uh, just won a state championship a few years ago. Friend, uh, always at the top of of their class too so um it you know once in a while you'll see a new name pop up but um really it's just uh you know you get a program established and and kids want to work hard from the beginning you know you get them going in junior high and and they get that culture of winning and and what it takes and and these programs have it figured out winners of these games today will play on monday but before we get there we will have 11 man and six man games this Friday, let's take a look at what those semifinals are in Class A. It's Omaha Burke playing Millard West, and it's Bellevue West playing Grand Island. Grand Island so far through these playoffs have had to make huge second-half 
comebacks. It's worked out so far. We'll see how they do against Bellevue West in Class B. It's Omaha Scut and Waverly as we talk perennial powers. Omaha Scut, the top seed in Class B. And then Scott's Bluff representing the West. They are playing York in Class C1. It's Aurora playing Wahoo and Ord playing Bishop Newman. We did see Pierce get knocked off in this class. And then in Class C2, it is Centennial playing Oakland Craig. Sutton hosting Norfolk Catholic. It's the one, the two, the three, and the four in the semifinals for Class C2. Trent and I will be at that Sutton-Norfolk Catholic game on the breeze, 94-5. Yeah, just looking at who's left, um, I think every kid that's committed to play at Nebraska is, is still playing um, in the playoffs. You've got, you know, Burke's got a couple kids, and uh, Scott's Bluff and York, you'll see uh, Garrett Nelson and and Garrett Snodgrass, if he's healthy, go back against each other. And then we'll see Ethan Piper play uh, when we go to Sutton on Friday. And we'll see uh, Couts as well. The uh, He's an all-state uh, track athlete, but heck of a running back for Norfolk Catholic. And then looking at six-man, Hay Springs and Minotaur. It's the one in the four there. And then it's Wilcox Tildreth at Harvard. That game will be on Power 99, so we'll have that one. And want to let you know, looking forward at all of the – all seven – this year, not all six state championships, all seven state championships beginning November 16th. Trent and I will be at that six man state championship on Power 99 and ESPN Tri Cities. All six championships, no matter who's in it, will be on ESPN Tri Cities right here, 1460, 1550, KXPN, KICS. And then going to Monday, the 19th, we are going to have classes D2, D1, and A. And then on the 20th, C2, C1, and B. More to come here, though, from Mullen, where the Broncos lead 38 to 22 over Overton as we continue along with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also 
located in Sutton. Continuing along with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show, as we said, we will be at uh, state football, as we have been. We all we will also be at state volleyball. we got a couple of teams that we're going to be following there as well on the Breeze 94.5 on Thursday. Pre-game 120, first serve at 130 at St. Cecilia and Blue Hill. Go winner, Bobcats. <laughs> winner of that game will play Friday at 1 p.m., so we will automatically already have that semifinal game, no matter who wins, between St. Cecilia and Blue Hill. And if they happen to make the C2 state final, that would be at 1 p.m. on Power 99 on Saturday. Following over in a different class in D1, it's Pleasanton is playing Nebraska Christian on Thursday. 115, first serve at 130. So both of those games on Power 99 and the Breeze 94.5 at 130. If Pleasanton were to win, they would play in the semifinal at 9 a.m. on Friday against either Bergen or North Platte St. Pat's. And if they were to make that final, it would be on Power 99 on Saturday, 11 a.m., first serve. Still continuing along on this Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. We've uh, been able to show and have a whole bunch of different football games, volleyball games, all the way from the sub-districts to the, the district finals, all all classes now going with that one game you have to win to get in. And we thank all of our sponsors like Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your pioneer seed dealer. Um, Trent, you and I, this is our first year on air for football, but what a heck of a first year through going through these playoffs. We've had Sutton at Aquinas. We've had uh, shootouts, Overton, Giltner, and it looked like we were having a big shootout through this first quarter. What are, what's your assessment right now with the Broncos and the Eagles? Uh, just impressed early uh, seeing Lane Edis. I was able to see him last year in the state semifinals. Uh, came out and watched uh, Blue Hill take on Mullen, and he was just he's a great athlete then. It looks like he's gotten even better, and it's really shown – uh, coming out almost 200 yards of of offense on the ground and then added another couple catches. Five touchdowns already, so really seeing Lane Edis, one of the probably one of the best running backs we've covered all year long. And then Overton, you know, on the other side, came, came out, and they made a lot of adjustments and um, doing a really nice job in that second quarter of, of kind of climbing back in that ball game. Uh, just that one misstep where they – you know, they give up the fourth and 24 at the end of the half to, uh, you know, give Mullen that cushion, two-touchdown cushion. As you said, Lane Edis already with five, five points being touchdowns through the first half. Plenty more football to come, though. As we get ready for the second half here in Mullen, it's the Broncos 38, the Eagles of Overton 22. Second half football coming up on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defomer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. 
Genetics first, traits second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the fields this season, getting to know your hybrid choices inside and out so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique turn row incentives, contact your local co-op agronomist today. Tougher together, Aurora and you. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Mullins started the game with the ball because Overton won the toss and deferred. Overton coming out trailing by 16. We'll have the ball first. What do you expect from the Eagles coming out of this halftime? Yeah, steady dose of Ryan Lobby. You know, he's already had 19 carries for the game, so, uh, but when you get in the playoffs, you're not necessarily concerned with a pitch count because, um, you know, if you don't take care of business during this game, there's no next game, so um, they're going to do whatever they can, and I expect them to come out and ride lobby in the sunset. Second half is underway. Kickoff grabbed at the three-yard line, returned out past the 20-yard line for the Eagles, getting ready to start their first possession of the second half. Yeah, good field position for them. Able to bring it up, like you said, out to around that 25-yard line, uh, 20-yard line. So now Overton needs to come out, really get a good push with their offensive line. You know, guys like Skylar Brown and Keen Martin, those guys have been really good. And and, uh, Daniel Dalton Carlson, he's came in and provided a spark on that line, too, playing center. First possession for the Eagles. Kaiser going under center. Motion coming to the near side with Moore. They will hand it off to him following Lobby. He'll dance back around, fighting off a couple more, and he'll bring it out to the 27, 28-yard line. Great first run there for Moore to start the second half. Yeah, he's a 1,000-yard rusher on the season, but that's just his third carry of the night, uh, able to get six yards on that first down. So maybe a a case of some fresh legs, able to just uh, really turn them and uh, keep going, able to get those six yards. You're on schedule now. If you're over 10, great start to this opening possession. We saw eight touchdowns in the first half. Those touchdowns are sponsored by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better banks. Second down and four. Ball handed off to Lobby coming to the near side. He will be brought down just past the 30, but still short of the sticks. Yeah, and he's going to be really close. See where they mark him. Third and less than a yard. And the way Lobby's been running the football, I wouldn't be afraid to just give it to him up the middle. Even if Mullen has it snuffed out, he's still strong enough and and good enough running the football to be able to pick it up. Three for three in that first half on fourth down. So if it does come down to that, expect the Eagles to go for it. Third and about half a yard. Kaiser going under center. Moore going in motion from the wing back to the near side. Now Kaiser is going to keep it and follow Lobby upfield. He'll bring it out past the 35, easily grabbing that first down. Yeah, instead of giving it to Lobby on that dive, he just uh, is basically a quick fake, but um, didn't have to sell it because Mullen had crashed so hard over to Lobby on that uh, that veer off the guard there. So uh, Kaiser did a nice job finding the hole, got a first down. New set of downs from the 36-yard line. Kaiser under center. Moore going in motion that far side. Now he's going to follow Lobby to that far side. He'll lower his shoulder out to midfield in the 40. And they're going to blow this one dead as his forward progress had stopped. Well, Healthy dose of more to start the second half. Yeah, he looks really good. He looks fresh. That's only his fourth carry. And, um, five on the you know, he's got runs of 
at three, twelve, six, and five, averaging uh, around five or six yards of carry. Doing a nice job. We'll see a lot of him in the second half. He's fresh and and. It's good to have him fresh for the second half. Second and five more. The wing back on the near side. Ball going to be given to Lobby running to this near side as well. He'll pick up another Lobby first down. Gets it down to about the 33-yard line. Tremendous start for Overton. Uh, came out, got a couple first downs now. Uh, got to feel pretty good as an offensive line to be able to move this tough Mullen Bronco defense down the field. Um, two first downs here and now. Um, they're, not, they're taking their time. They want to melt clock off, and they're just going to get a steady dose of lobby. Kaiser takes the snap. He won't hand it off to lobby this time. He'll turn it upfield himself. He picks up a first down, moving the pile there, are now at the 20 and inside the 20. When that pile started, they were maybe at about the 22, 23. It just picked Kaiser up the sticks, the but kept the feet moving. Kaiser, they'll get the inside play. the 20. Another first down. Yeah, really nice uh, play call there. Just kind of an option. Um, I think it was a design fake, actually, where you want to take that linebacker um, out of the equation, and, and Kaiser just able to sneak past him. All it takes is a split second uh, for these good athletes to just squeak by a linebacker and get into the secondary and, and uh, able to pick up about 14 yards there. Burning some clock. Get that huddle. Crowd coming alive for Mullen here. Defense chant going. Motion with Moore coming to the near side. They'll hand it off to him following Lobby. He'll lower his shoulder at the 15-yard line and continue to track forward. Almost gets down to the 10. Incredible strength he showed because he was almost getting drugged down backwards and able to regain his balance and just always fall forward. Uh, that's what Lobby and Moore, all these guys do. They never get driven backwards. Always, you know, if you fall forward every time, that's an extra yard or two, and that's exactly what he did. Overton, first possession of the second half, has already burned off three minutes to start the third quarter. Kaiser going back under center. Moore, the wing back on the far side. Lobby in the running back position. They'll hand it off to Lobby, who's hit in the backfield. Nowhere really to go. He's going to lose about a yard. And that play was blown up by Ty Quanvig. He just pushed the center back, and it just disrupted the entire play and, and forced Lobby to kind of dance around in the backfield, and, and Mullen came and cleaned it up. Nice job there by the Broncos to kind of stifle that fullback give. And now we got a third and four for Overton, and we'll see if, if you want to go back to Lobby or, or try something through the air. Same formation with Moore, the wing back on the far side. Kaiser under center. They'll hand the ball off with Lobby going right up the middle. He's going to be right at the 10-yard line. Going to be a fourth and about one yard upcoming for the Eagles. Yeah, obviously you go for it here um, around the 10-yard line. Really important play for Overton. You're down two touchdowns. So if you come out and you don't get it here, it gives Mullen an opportunity to break the game open to a three-score lead. So really important here for, for Overton to buckle down. And really, uh, you kind of got to give all we got right here. This is really important. Kaiser organizing the troops at the line, barking out a couple orders, walking back and forth, now goes under center. He'll take the snap, gonna be the ball, they're going to try to run a screenplay to the far side, it's knocked down in the backfield, they give up, their, or they fail on their first fourth down here in the second half, that's a first fourth down that they have missed on throughout this ball game, turnover on downs, Mullen takes over on their own 10. Just a quick pop pass, and they had surge in the end zone, and it was so quick, but... Uh, you know, well-coached teams, what they teach their linemen to do, defensive linemen, is get your hands up and take away passing alleys, and that's what Mullen did. Nice stand there. On first down, they'll hand it off to Edis, dragging defenders to the near side. He'll get out about to the 13-yard line. 
As we say, it's it's been cold. It was hovering around 40 degrees earlier. Sharp drop off. We're down to 32 degrees here in Mullen. Yeah, it got cold really quick. Me and you both felt it when it rolled through. And, uh, you know, early November, you're not quite used to uh, cold weather like this. Neither are the players. So maybe a little different feel. Uh, take them a little longer to get warmed up. On second down, they'll hand the ball off right up the middle with the fullback who's going to get it out to the 23-24 yard line. Big first down there on the run by Jade Lovett. Yeah, Jade Lovett. Uh, not, a, not a big guy, but, man, he ran, runs with a lot of passion and determination, able to just rumble up for that first down. Mullen uh, has an opportunity to run some clock off here and, and put together a nice drive. It'd be a long drive, too. They took over, uh, you know, on their own 10-yard line. As Trent and I talk about the weather getting a little cold, we've got some layers. There are not quite as many sleeves on the players on the field as Mom maybe would like. Play action pass. Gracie, all kinds of time on the near side. Now he's just throwing it up downfield into coverage. He's going to be caught, though. Caught at the 35-yard line downfield by Lane Edith. Another first down for the Broncos. You know, sometimes you do everything right, and it's still not good enough. Overton, they provided pressure in the backfield on Gracie, and it just wasn't enough because Lane Edith had his guy beat, and ball was a little underthrown, and you know that the two-time All-Sater just came back and made a play for a 20-yard gain and a first down. We talk about his rushing. His receiving has been good, but Edis is going to get the ball in the backfield. He's blown up for a loss of three. Keen Martin flying through the middle. Keen Martin looking like uh, Malik Collins coming through the line and, and just bringing him down. Had nowhere to go for for Lane Edis there. Brought him down for about a four-yard loss, and that's what you needed for Overton. Respond after the big pass play. Um, you know, guys like Keen Martin, Skylar Brown, really good physical defenders there on that defensive line for the Eagles. Second down and 14. Play action pass again for Grace. He's going to throw to the near side. Sweet makes the grab inside the 35-yard line. He'll get thrown out of bounds shy of the 30. Yeah, good job by Sweet to haul that pass in. And he ran a really good route and able to make a guy miss. Get about five yards on the play. And, and Gracie's uh, hit on all cylinders, eight for 12 for 125 yards. He's been really efficient tonight. Much more manageable third down here on this third down and five. Five and a half to go in the third quarter. Mullen leads 38-22. Pitch to the far side with Edis who's going to dance around inside. Now he's going to roll over the pile. Going to be a fourth down and about two upcoming for the Broncos. Yeah, I'd expect them to go for it here on uh, about the 32-yard line here. Got about a fourth and three. Uh, I like that toss sweep they do. It's a really tight formation, and it allows Crazy to actually throw a block and and really jumps jumpstart uh, Elaney this run. I'd I'd give it to my two-time All-State or two-time 2,000-yard rusher. Lane Edis here. Gracie gets the call from Pfeiffer, now under center. Eye formation behind him. Play action pass. Gracie going to put this one up downfield. He's got Sweet wide open, makes a grab at the 10, and he's going to run in untouched. From 28 yards out, play action pass on fourth down. Mullen strikes first in the second half. That is a huge play. Uh, Overton sold out on the run, and who could blame him when you got a guy like Edis in the backfield? And uh, this kind of ran a, a drag route. Uh, to the far pylon, and, and Gracie put the ball on the money, and Sweet uh, finished the play off from about 28 yards out. Uh, been really efficient, 9 for 13 now, 153 yards. So uh, Grady, Gracie uh, 
been hitting on all cylinders. Extra point upcoming, spreading the ball out. Gracie will throw it over to Sweet again, and he'll pick up two more points. So 4.51 to go in the third quarter. It's Mullen 46, Overton 22 following the five points being touchdown on ESPN Tri-Cities and FlatRiverPreps.com. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Mullen strikes first on the fourth down play action pass to get the five points bank touchdown. Kickoff now very high and very long. Not even going to have a chance to return this one. Are the Eagles first and ten out upcoming from their own 15. That's so big, especially an eight man when you can uh, kick the ball into the end zone because that's just one last play. you got to run your guys down and try to make a tackle and you take the ball out of the hands of usually an electric playmaker and and so that's a great job by Mullen to, um, you know, kick the ball out of the end zone. It's uh, puts them at about the 15. Yeah, puts them at the 15 yard line. So Overton has to come out and score here. If they don't, the game's essentially over. Kick returners for the Eagles are Vance and Husenfeld. They haven't had a chance right now. Moore is going to take the ISO to the far side following lobby. He'll dance around a couple guys. Be out to the 19 yard line. Yeah, good four yard gain there. Just a, kind of an ISO to Caleb Moore. Uh, nice job there. Got four yards, so good schedule here. Uh, down 24 points, four minutes in the third quarter. Time is now a factor. You have to score. You don't have to necessarily run a hurry-up offense, but you got to get somewhere with it. Kaiser takes a snap. He'll hand it off to Lobby to the right side. He's bottled up after a gain of one. As we look over on the Breeze 94-5, Kennesaw has gotten on the board in the third quarter, but they still trail Battle Lawrence Nelson 22-6. to and body language is, is very different for and both of these teams. Mullen playing with a lot of confidence and, and Overton not playing with that same kind of pizzazz and fire that they were earlier in the game. It's hard. Sometimes it's easy to look up at the scoreboard and, and kind of feel sorry for yourself. Kind of got to get a big play to get some momentum back. Third and four, Kaiser takes the snap. He's not going to hand the ball off to Lobby, but he'll turn it upfield himself, dragging a couple defenders. He does get across that 25-yard line. Should be a first down for the Eagles. Yeah, good job by him to just sneak by linebackers and really run tough down there for uh, about six yards and get there. five yards, get that first down. Uh, that was really important as an Overton Eagle to uh, for the Overton Eagles to, to get that first down because if you go three and out, um, and punt the ball away back to Mullen. They can burn a lot of clock off and, and uh, make your chances a little bit tougher. New set of downs. Kaiser under center. Moore going in motion to the far side. Now he's going to come back to the near side, but they'll hand it off to Lobby going up the middle, and he'll get past the 30 out to the 33-yard line, pick up a five. Yeah, and that's a uh, his first gain of over three yards in the past five carries. So uh, kind of got back on track there with a, with a six-yard gain. And, and Lobby's just been running really tough. Got a lot of touches on the night already, like we talked about. But, you know, when it's potentially the last game of the year, it doesn't matter. you got to run the ball. That's his 25th carry of the night. We're already under three minutes to go here in the third quarter. Mullen leaning over 10-46-22. Eagles with the ball. Second down and four. Kaiser will hand the ball off to Lobby, who's going to dive out past the 35-yard line, third and about one upcoming. Lobby 
so you put yourself in a position where you got two plays to get the, the first down, essentially. Uh, you're on your own side of the midfield, but you still it's still four-down territory considering the score and the time. You're going to go for it no matter what. So we'll see if they you know fake that play to lobby or if they just give it to him up the gut. Motion coming to the near side. Kaiser is not going to hand the ball off with Lobby. He'll just turn it up himself. Stiff arms another defender. He'll bring you past the 40, almost to the 35-yard line. Kaiser picking up the the third down conversion, and we thank our presenting sponsors helping us uh, pick up all of these state high school playoff games on Flat River Radio's group of stations like Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Good job there by Kaiser to just improvise. And I'm sure that was designed, but he pulled it up a little earlier because he saw the gap and knew it was there. You know, everybody's focusing on Lobby so much that there is a hole where um, opposite of where Lobby's going. New set of downs, Kaiser under center. Play action pass, pumps once, now he's going to throw over the top downfield and right through the hands of Wyatt Ryan, who would have just walked into the end zone. No one around him as it goes just off his hands at the 15-yard line. Yeah, that's a tough over-the-shoulder catch to try to make, but... Um, regardless, it goes through his hands, and now you're uh, still second 10, so, you know, not the end of the world. Um, on the 37-yard line, you're still in four-down territory. Um, see if they want to ter- go to b- go back to the air again. Nothing lost after taking the shot downfield on first down. Hand off to Lobby across the right side. He'll pick Lobby up five again. Yeah, he's working really hard uh, tonight. He's running really hard, but... Uh, Mullen did it, doing a nice job. They're not letting him break free. We've seen him break free oh, in a, a couple other games we've covered this season. So uh, Mullen's five, defense really good. Got some hands on the six. hips, though, for uh, defensive linemen there. Um, maybe starting to wear him down a little bit. Minute 20 to go in the third quarter. Overton, this is only their second possession of the second half. They've burned a lot of clock on both of them. Motion going to the far side with Lobby. They'll pitch it to him. He has the ball at the 35. Now he's going to run past the 30, inside the 25, inside the 20. Throws a huge shoulder as he gets shoved out of bounds shy of the 15. Yeah, he just kind of rocked Lane Edis there. Knocked him on his tail end and that's a great run by Ryan Lobby to get out there for a really good gain on the play. And right now we see Ty Quanvig struggling to get to the sideline. Looks like he's in a lot of pain. He's going to get carried off to the sideline right now. Um, hard to see if it's an ankle or a knee. Looks a little um, not great coming over just from where we're at right now. But this injury report is brought to you by... Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you, hoping the best for Quanvig as he's getting looked at by the trainer on this bench over here on the near side. New set of downs, first and 10 for the Eagles from the 17-yard line. Uh, Kaiser fumbles a snap, and he'll just dive on it. Going to lose two. Yeah, sometimes uh, when it's chillier out, kind of cold, it's tough to get those quarterback center exchanges down tight. I, I played center for a year in high school, and, and sometimes when it got colder, uh, quarterbacks, I'm going to blame quarterbacks here, uh, wouldn't, you know, take those snaps cleanly. Uh, it's got The ball's got to be snapped up tight where the quarterback can get it, and the quarterback's got to get his hands deep where he can grab it. Second down and long. Kaiser will pull the ball out of Lobby's belly, and he'll run inside the 10, still dragging defenders forward. And they're going to blow this one dead right near the sticks, which are at the seven-yard line. Yeah, good job by him to get close to that first down on the keeper. He's just making a read there and made the correct read. I think he's going to be just short 
I don't know if they have to measure or if they'll just call it about third, third down one. And one. Third down and one. Update on Quanvig. He is walking around over here on this near sideline, so that's good to see. He's also sprinting. Kaiser under center. Hands the ball off to Lobby. He's going to go untouched, and he's going to put six on the board for the Eagles from seven yards out. Good answer by Overton. March right down the field. Uh, 65 yards for a touchdown. And now you're not out of it here. Just uh, uh, this two-point conversion is big because it, you're down 18 right now. So if you get the two-point conversion down 16, just two scores. Really pivotal here with no time remaining on, in the third quarter. Just waiting on this extra point. It is the fourth quarter now over on the Breeze 94-5 where Lawrence Nelson leads Kennesaw 22-6. Kaiser under center. Lobby going in motion to the near side. Going to be a play-action pass thrown into the end zone to that far side, and it's going to be grabbed for two points by Wyatt Ryan. So as we end the third quarter and get ready for 12 more minutes of Class D2 quarterfinal football, it is Mullen 46 over 1030 on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Getting ready for the fourth quarter of action here in Mullen, and the broadcast booth is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Twelve more minutes of football upcoming, and we're going to get kickoff to start the fourth quarter after Overton put in another five points, make touchdown. Both teams scoring once there in the third quarter. Yeah. If Mullen can come out and put together a touchdown drive, that's essentially going to shut the door on Overton's season. And it's going to be kind of a squib kick down the middle of the field, almost fumbled at the 25-yard line, but then running right up the middle is Zachary Sweet. He'll get great field position for Mullen as they get to start at the 37. Nice one-handed grab there by Zach Sweet to kind of grab it up by his shoulders and uh, able to retain possession and... And now Mullen starts about the 40-yard line. Good field position for them. They come out. But I guess what it does for Overton is if they do score, they can't burn as much clock off because uh, they got a shorter field to go. Gracie, under center, eye formation behind him. They'll hand the ball off to Edis coming to this right side. He's tripped up in the backfield, though. Not a lot of room as he's dropped by Addy Vance. Yeah, nowhere to go for Edis. Uh, we've seen him kind of stumble a couple times here in the second half. And uh, Vance came over and cleaned it up. So now, but he's still got a yard or two. So your second and eight. Uh, you know, the, the clock's ticking. And we'll see if they want to go to Edis or... Maybe try play action because, you know, Overton's keying on Edith so much that it's going to be tough for him to get any yards. Second down and nine, and they'll throw the ball over to Edith again on the sweep to the far side. Now he's going to come back to the near side. Flag comes in, though, and he's tackled, running just past the 30-yard line. Good run there again by Edith. Flag, though, does come in on the play. Trent, we're talking about how Edith has slipped a couple of times. We talked earlier in the game. 
in the Impact Ag Partners field conditions, how there maybe was a little bit of rain, it was a little slick, and there's going to be a holding, and that's going to move back the Broncos. But now as this game is, we're now below freezing here in Mullen. How does that change up the field for these players trying to run and cut? Well, the ground was already firm, uh, but now just gets that much firmer. And it looks like, you know, looking out at the field, maybe earlier in the year they got a lot of rain and had to mud through a football game. Um, not sure if Mullen has a practice field here, if they go out on the on the baseball field behind us and practice or, or if they're going to put that wear and tear on during the season. So uh, going forward, really, that ground's going to get a lot harder. And sometimes it's hard to cut on a really hard, firm ground. And we thank Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your pioneer seed dealer, for helping us get high school playoff football here on Platte River Radio's group of stations. Gracie, a big drop, and he's going to just throw this one up out of bounds. Tons of pressure in the backfield from Overton's defensive line getting in there and making the final hit was Preston Shively. Yeah, and we've seen Overton in previous games when um, teams go back to pass. They don't have a lot of time. They do a good job of getting upfield, getting good penetration. Uh, They're good run defense, uh, fairly good at pass defense, too. Caused a lot of turnovers on the season, and and that time, uh, just flush Gracie out of the pocket. And Gracie, on a few of these throws that he's connected on, is kind of just throwing them up for grabs and hoped uh, Mullen Bronco made a play. Stacked twins to the near side. Now going to go in motion is Sweet. Sweet option. Going to throw the ball back to Edis, who's dragging one tackler. He'll get back past the 35-yard line, but he needed to get to the 33 on the other side, so he's still going to be well short, 10-11 yards short. Fourth down upcoming. Looks like a punting situation for the Broncos. Yeah, you can flip the field here in as much time as Overton takes to march down the field, even if they do score. You know, they're going to take off probably three, four, five minutes and and put you under that six-minute mark here left in this fourth quarter. Good punt. No penalty this time. That ball is going to bounce at the five-yard line and go into the end zone. So Overton forces a three and out after cutting it to a two-score game. Yeah, so now Overton needs to come out, get that ground game established with Lobby and more, some of those guys. But I wouldn't be afraid to take a chance here, down two scores with ten minutes left. Not sure how many possessions you're going to get. Um, I think this is their only, is this their third possession of the second half, so not a lot of possessions going back and forth. Both teams taking a lot of time off the clock. Really important if you can try to come out and score quick. Kaiser going back under center. He'll hand the ball off to Lobby going to the right side, and he'll pick up five on first down. We've seen that a number of times so far throughout this second half. Over on Power 99, it is in the fourth quarter. Burwell leading Arcadia Luke City 28-8. to Good run by Lobby there. We've seen it all nine, another five yards. and I mean, you can pretty much just write that down. Uh, death taxes and Ryan Lobby get about five yards on that dive. Second and five for the Eagles. Kaiser getting the troops organized. Couple hard counts. Now Moore is going to go in motion to the near side. They'll hand it off to Moore following Lobby on the ISO, but he's got nowhere to go. Bunch of Broncos diving in there, including Zachary Sweet to stop Moore for no gain. Third and five. Yeah, they just bottled him up. Nowhere for him to go. Really keying on him. Uh, just his eighth carry of the ball game. And usually, you know, he's in that 15, 16 mark uh, carries wise. They try to spread it out as much as they can, but they've been keying on him so well that. He just hasn't been able to get going. Uh, Lobby's been their go-to guy tonight. See if they're going to have to probably throw the ball here on third and five. And they'll spread it out. Twins to the near side. Single receiver to the far side. Kaiser in the shotgun. Motion going left to right with Lobby. 
Kaiser's going to keep it and try to run up the middle, but he's going to go nowhere. He stopped for a gain of nothing by Clayton Hassett. Yeah, Hassett did a nice job of staying home. Uh, didn't bite and uh, stayed home on his assignment. Played played his run fit really well there. And, and with eight minutes left, they're going to force an Overton punt because it's going to be real tough to go for it here in, in your own end zone. Braden Kaiser back to punt. You hear all the... Uh, parents and fans along the sideline yelling, watch the fake. Kaiser standing inside his own 10-yard line. Takes the snap, and he will get away a very high punt. That's going to go ahead and drop out of bounds near the 30, but it looks like it's going to be where it went out of bounds, at least at the 35-yard line for the Broncos. Yep, and uh, ref walks it up to the... 34-yard line bobbles the toss from the ball boy and will set her down and Mullen come out and, and try to take a two-score game and, and break it open. If, if they score here, it's over. We haven't seen so far throughout this game. Overton score quickly. A number of uh, Edis runs have scored. Goes tight formation. Going to hand the ball off to the fullback running to the far side. That's Lovett. And he'll pick up five himself. That's a really quick hitter there to love it. Gets, gets out five, six yards. Everybody's focused on um, Edis, and, and rightfully so. And that's really quick. It's just hard to get your eyes on a ball carrier as a linebacker there because um, the footwork of the quarterback makes it look like, you know, he's going to hand the ball to Edis on that counter. But it's just a quick hitter, uh, fullback dive to love it. Not much you can do about it, five, six yards. Broncos taking a lot of time between plays. Hard count right now. and They're going to hand it off with Lovett again, who's going to follow all everyone over to the left side. He's now past the 30, tripped up at the 26-yard line. Lovett on two carries, takes them all the way down, deep into Overton territory, shy of the 25. Yeah, he doesn't carry the ball um, a ton, and he's making the most of his opportunities there. He got about 15 yards on that same fullback quick hitter. Everybody's focused on Edis, and there's just not much you can do when when eyes are fixed on one player. Uh, Mullen talks about it. They're, they like to play as a team. They are not. Uh, they like to spread the ball out, and that time giving Lovett um, an opportunity to uh, get his name called for about 15 yards. Under 7.5 to he- go here in the fourth quarter. Going to pitch it out to Edis on this near side. He'll stiff-arm one defender, only pick up one yard. Yeah, really impressed with Overton's defense um, so far. You know, late in this game, you know, the first quarter, they gave up 30 points to Mullen, and they were driving with, you know, had an opportunity to put six or five touchdowns up in that first quarter. But since then, just 16 points um, in these last two and a half quarters. So Overton's made very good adjustments and really buckled down on their tackling. Second down and nine. Going to hand the ball off to Sweet coming back to the near side on a reverse. And he'll get it inside the 20. Yeah, nice little counter there to give it back to uh, Zach Sweet. Get him going. They had the linebackers flowing the one way, and and Sweet was just able to uh, bring him back the other way for, uh, you know, about seven yards. Now under six and a half to go in the ball game. Although Mullen started at the about the 35, 37-yard line, they have been burning a lot of clock right now in this fourth. Third and short. Hand the ball off to the All-Stater. Edis running around to the far side. He's at the 15-10. Ball pops out at the end, but they're going to say he was down first at the five-yard line. Oh, I'm not so sure. I mean, they called him down. I wasn't sure if he was or not, but um, either way, Mullen's going to keep the football. 
very fortunate there. Almost turned it over for the second time inside that five-yard line. Edis is just so athletic, and it does a great job of trying to extend the play and and was able to rush down into about the five, six-yard line. Now you got first and goal, and, and Mullen's got an opportunity here. Only about five, six yards to go for the Broncos. Two-score lead. They punch this in. They'd push it to three with under six minutes to go in the half. Pitch to Edis, who's going to just run through a whole bunch of defenders, and he'll put six more points on the board with another five points being touchdown. Yeah, sometimes he just makes it look really easy, and that's what he did there. It just He'll just turn on that extra gear and just run through people. And really impressive to come out and watch a kid run for six touchdowns. Uh, you know, easy all-stater, in my opinion. Um, uh, no doubt about it. But been getting some nice blocks up front from his offensive line. I'm sure he'd be the first to tell you that, too. Extra point upcoming, and now it's going to be a play action. Ball thrown right over the middle, and it pops out at the end. So following the five points bank touchdown, 540 to go in the ball game. It's Mullen, 52, over 1030, here on ESPN Tri-Cities and FlatRiverPreps.com. Even after 38 years, we still start early every morning in every Amigos kitchen to make the foods and flavors you love. We're chopping fresh vegetables, mixing Amigos' famous ranch dressing and salsas, slow-cooking pinto beans, steaming the rice, mixing up batches of homemade guacamole, and grilling the marinated chicken. Your made-to-order items start with real people making real food. It's not the easiest way, just the best. At Amigos, where made from scratch is our recipe. Right now, you could say Lane Edis with his six touchdowns might be the player of the game, but we want to let you know Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Reigning Athletes of the Month are Gabby Mosier of Central City and Dane Hendricks of Giltner. Another kick through the end zone for Mullen and first and 10 from their own 15 is Overton, and they're trailing 22, 540 to go in the ballgame. Yeah, so now if you do score, it's got to be quick hitters. Um, no two ways about it. There's really just no getting around it. 540 left, uh, down three scores. Uh, you got to take some chances, maybe a, maybe a screen play to get you going or, or throw one down the field. You've got... You've got athletes like Hoosenfeld made a nice play earlier, just kind of ran under the football. So first and ten, I'd expect to come out and try to toss the ball around. Kaiser going under center. Motion going to the far side. Dropping back to pass. Now they'll throw it over to that far side. Making the grab is Hoosenfeld, and he'll pick up four. Yeah, just not much there. Edis the came and Catch cleaned it up. And, uh, you get, if you, as a defense, if you can give up four-yard completions, that's really not going to hurt you in the long run. Um, so uh, Mullen did a nice job covering up. Just kind of some flood route concepts out to the outside. Uh, did a nice job of uh, limiting it. Kaiser back under center. And now he's going to run a play-action pass, looking downfield, flush out of the pocket to the far side, got a little bit of room. He'll run past the 25-30, dance back inside at the 35, drag a defender out to the 39-yard line. Good run there by Kaiser after the pressure in the backfield. Yeah, sometimes when you draw back to pass, it does open up the run game because um, if you're in man coverage like Mullen was there, um, it takes him out of the equation, takes the guys out of the box, and, and opens up the run game for Kaiser. Did a nice job of just tucking it and running. Good quarterback awareness by him in the pocket. A little bit of, of a stinger for Lane Edis, who comes out of the ballgame on defense, holding his hand. Keep you updated on that. Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. First and 10, motion going with Lobby. 
Kaiser dropping back to pass. He'll get rid of this one downfield, and it's caught and blown up, but the catch is still made downfield. Fantastic grab by Alex wow. Hubbard to move the chain. Yeah, great job by him by holding on to that football. Took a shot right to the shoulder pads and spun him around, and but Overton now, this is what you needed. you got to move the ball quick, and they've connected on a couple plays here in a row and, and uh, really moving the ball down the field. First and ten, taking a little bit of time here in the huddle to get the play, and you want to get the right call. Don't want to hurry just to hurry. Trips to the far side, end on the near side. Kaiser in shotgun, motion coming from right to left. Kaiser throws this one downfield as he's hit, and it's caught by Lavi, who's going to be inside the 15-yard line for a first down. Excuse me, Hubbard with the grab. Yeah, Hubbard did a nice job again. He's got really good hands, and they're just running crossing routes. And uh, a little miscommunication with Edis out of the game for a couple plays there, and uh, he's back in the ball game now, I believe. So that'll help with their pass defense. But, yeah, he just got lost in coverage. He's wide open. Another 15-yard gain. Twins to the near side. Single receiver to the far side. Kaiser again in shotgun. He'll take the snap, pressure coming, gets rid of it quickly out to the near side with Lobby, and he'll stiff arm one defender and run out of bounds before he gets to the five. Smart move by Lobby not to turn it up and try to get more and go ahead and stop that clock. Yeah, it's not worth it, and he did a nice job there of just kind of running a simple, uh, just kind of sat in that uh, pocket there and able to haul it in and get to the sideline for a quick nine yards. I guess I call it seven yards, I guess, from where he was. Third, or second down and about three yards. 30 degrees here in Mullen, Nebraska. Under four minutes to go in the ball game. Trailing by 22 are the Eagles. Motion coming right to left. Kaiser will pump once. And now he's going to try to run himself, but he's going to be sacked in the backfield. S- uh, sack on second down by Clayton Hassett. Yeah, he wanted Wyatt Ryan on the, on the flag pattern to the outside to the deep pylon, but... Um, uh, the blocking didn't allow the time for him to get that football off and just kind of got flushed out and, and uh, didn't able, wasn't able to pick up anything there. Now, uh, third and seven, um, probably got a pass here, especially when you take into account the time on the clock. Losing yards, clocks. Clock is ticking. Kaiser under center will hand the ball off to Lobby following everyone to the left side, and he's going to dance in for a touchdown. Third down and long with that clock ticking. Ten-yard touchdown. Five points bank touchdown for Ryan Lobby. Yeah, nice job there for Overton to come out. They scored pretty quick, um, you know, under two minutes on that drive. And uh, now down 16. Not as important to get the two-point conversion, but still um, pretty big factor here. And then... uh, once they attempt a two-point conversion, obvious time for an onside kick. Kaiser going under center, strong to the near side. Lobby going in motion. They're going to fake it and run the counter back to the far side, but they're not going to get in. Unable to get in with Husenfeld. So following the five points being touchdown, 3.20 to go in the ballgame. It's Mullen 52, Overton 36 on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Just under three and a half to go in the ball game. Mullen 
about to get the ball back, and they have a 52-36 to 36 lead. We thank sponsors who have allowed us to get all this great high school playoff football action on the air and possible uh, um, onside kickup coming for the Eagles, and that's something that we love to see and we know you love to hear. So thanks to our fine sponsors, including Mary Landing Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, offside, onside kick upcoming for the Eagles. Yeah, and let's say want to bank on their defense, but I would try to, yeah, yeah, the way the ball's in, definitely onside kick. And it's going to be blasted over to the far side, and it'll fly through everyone and go out of bounds at the 25-yard line. Yeah, he just kind of bladed it. Like, sometimes uh, you'll want to try to hit a sandwich, clear up in the air, and and that time just kind of got a hold of it, and the ball's going to go out of bounds. The ball's going to take over with 3.20 left on the clock, and opportunity to, they can melt most of the clock off if if they run it right. Positive, at least on that one, although you're going to give up some decent field position, is the fact that no time ran off the clock for the kickoff. Looking across at some other scores on Power 99, fourth quarter, Burwell 35, Arcadia Loop City 8, and it's North Central leading Denny County Stratton 44-14. On the breeze, 94-5, Lawrence Nelson in the fourth quarter with a 28-12 lead on undefeated Kennesaw. Yeah, surprising score there. I mean, based off of that first time they met, and, and Lawrence Nelson putting together a heck of a season, uh, either a third straight upset in these playoffs. Very tight formation coming up again for the Broncos. Hand the ball off with the fullback to the far side. He's not really going to get a whole lot. Maybe one yard on the play. Players go flying as there's there's a, the a lot of pushing. From and not not saying Mecca pushing after the play, but saying both of these lines know they're really getting after it still late in this fourth. Yeah, it's critical, and it looks like Overton's going to take time out to try to stop the clock. We're going to get another timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We are located where you need us, specializing in you. 3:04 to go in the ball game. Mullen 52, Overton 36 on ESPN. Tri Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Just over three minutes to go in this ball game. Overton needing a stop. They do have a couple timeouts left, um, but definitely needing to get a stop. Score quickly. Down 16, so two scores. Needing to score quickly, needing to get some extra points. Um, But still playing extremely hard as we're... um, Not saying we're freezing, but the weather is quite literally freezing in Mullen. Eagles going to need a little bit of luck and a whole lot of passion as they try to come back in this one down two scores. Broncos out of the timeout. Gracie going under center. They will hand it off with the fullback to the near side. Again, nowhere to go. He'll pick up one, and we're getting another ENT physician's of Carney time out Run only burning on four seconds that time with Straight so now 258 to go in the ball game still 16 point lead for Mullen over Overton we'll take it with them here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com oh I can't believe it are you kidding me 
Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Third and long for the Broncos out of another ENT Physicians of Kearney. Timeout, two straight timeouts by the Eagles. Trent, what do the Eagles need to do here? Oh, it's huge you get a stop here because you've already used two timeouts. So, I mean, if you don't get a stop here, um, you're going to have to burn your last timeout. And then uh, if you get a first down here, Mullen can basically run out the clock. I have formation. Pitch to Edis on the near side. He's going to cut it back in at the 35-yard line. He's got more room. He's got the first down and more. He's at the 30. Dances it back in, and he'll be brought down inbounds just past the 20. That is a killer. And Edis, with six touchdowns on the game, just about puts this one away. Yeah, that's probably going to do it. Uh, Overton just got the one timeout there. Once you start burning your timeouts, uh, if you don't stop them, and force the force the three and out. Then you know it's basically over at that time. We're we're under three minutes now, and and Edis with that 32 yard gain pretty much ices it. That puts him at 246 yards on the ground. Two and a half minutes to go in the ball game. Only one timeout for Overton. Edis has been the man we thought he would be coming into this ball game with all of those touchdowns and yards. Gracie under center, hard count, handing it off to the fullback again to the going to that far side. Love it. Dragging defenders forward, and he'll pick up three. Yeah, that's a good play by Mullen. Just, you know, just three yards. You do that four times, that's a that's another first down. So um, they're not they're trying to avoid going to Edis if they can. They'd rather just, um, you know, kind of run out the clock with Love and some of those other guys who haven't touched the ball as much. Um, even though it's still a two-score game, you, as a coach, if you take the time into account, you want to keep all your guys healthy. You don't want a freak thing to happen here late in the game. Gracie under center. He's taking a lot of time before he does this snap, waiting to see the back judge. There we get the count, handing it off with Lovett again, following to the right side, and he'll get it inside the 15-yard line. Need to get down to the 10 for a first down. Yeah, he's doing a nice job. Lovett is just uh, taking that quick handoff and just squirting in and out of guy. Uh, in and out of defenders, and oh, looks like maybe Overton's going to uh, send some younger guys in and uh, maybe uh, thinking maybe this one's over. Third down and five, a minute 14 to go in the ball game. Mullen, if they don't get a first down here, would uh, not quite be able to run out the rest of the clock. First down would end it. Gracie's going to fake the pitch, and he'll turn it up himself inside the 10-yard line. That's going to be a first down, and that's going to be the ball game. Yep, now they can end it. Uh, Good job by Gracie there. Faked the sweep and just kind of found the crease there and got the first down. Nice job by him. That's going to get close to ending the ball game. Might have to snap it um, two more times at most. All kinds of players running in and off the field for both teams as both coaches recognize the the end of this one. Mullen leading 52-36, 42 seconds to go in the ballgame. Make sure you stick around for the new uh, Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll give you scores from all of the other eight-man games. Ball is going to be handed off to the right side, making the run inside the five-yard line is Riley Kessler. Yeah, good job by Kessler getting his name called here. and uh, Not sure if they'll have to snap it again. 
I don't think they will. So, And they will snap for the play clock with 19 seconds to go, and they're all just going to look over to the sideline. This one should be over. So Mullen, undefeated on the year, is going to move to 11-0 and advance to the West Finals and the D2 State Semifinals. Overton falls with only two losses on the season. Congratulations to the Eagles on a fine season. Mullen waiting to see who they're going to play, and we do have a final. Mullen is going to be hosting Lawrence Nelson in the Class D2. Or Lawrence Nelson is going to be hosting Mullen in the Class D2 State Semifinal. We're going to give you all of those scores from around both uh, Class D1 and D2 and stats for the ball game upcoming on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. 52-36, to Mullen takes down Overton on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Welcome into the New West Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Mullen advances in the Class D2 playoffs to the West Finals, the overall semifinals for Class D2 on a 52-36 to victory over Overton. All kinds of stats to give in. Well, that's what I got Trent for. Trent, what do we have for statistics, starting with the Eagles of Overton? Braden Kaiser, 9 for 13, 102 yards and a touchdown. Um, Also added 73 yards on 14 carries on the ground and a touchdown. Caleb Moore, 8 carries, 43 yards. Ryan Lobby, 31 carries, 158 yards, 3 touchdowns. Elijah Huesenbalk had 2 carries, uh, 4 carries for 2 yards. Also added uh, a touchdown catch of 34 yards. And Addison Vance, 2 carries, 10 yards. Receiving-wise, Alex Hubbard, two catches, 29 yards. Ryan Lobby, three catches, 25 yards. And like I said, Elijah Husenfeld, one catch for 34 yards. Uh, Overton ended the game with 388 total yards of offense on 72 plays. Uh, 286 of those coming on the ground on 59 touches. Average almost five yards a carry. We'll go over to Mullen. Brady Gracie was nine for 14, 153 yards. 
and a touchdown. Lane Edis, 23 carries, 246 yards, six touchdowns. Zach Sweet, two carries, 19 yards. Brady Gracie, three carries, minus four yards. Jade Lovett, eight carries, 38 yards. Ty Quanvik had one carry for three yards. Receiving-wise, Lane Edis, four catches, 87 yards, and a touchdown. Zach Sweet had three catches for 32 yards, and Ty Durfee, one catch for, um, let's see, one catch for two catches, 34 yards. Mullen had 455 yards of total offense on 51 plays, 302 yards rushing on 37 attempts, average eight yards a carry. And just to put into perspective, uh, 246 yards, six touchdowns on the ground for Edis. Overton is not a bad running defense. This is a, a defense that we saw stifle Giltners, uh, although they, they throw the ball out passing-wise, stifle them quite a bit. They, they fly all over the field. They know what teams are doing running the ball. Fantastic defense is Overton. And Edis, well, he just did what Edis does. Yeah, the, you know, a two-time All-Stater. Uh, rush for 2,000 yards in two straight seasons. Just all right. Yeah, he's kind of a stud out there, just uh, running all over the place. Also making big plays on defense and in the receiving game. So um, Overton had a tough task today, uh, taking on the number one seed in Mullen, but uh, Mullen was just too much. Well, we'll give you a. Uh... Uh, we'll look around at all the scores as we continue along with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show for Mullen, where the Broncos stay undefeated and advance in the D2 playoffs with a 52-36 win over Overton here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun... Reason Ford in Aurora says, come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Ford in Aurora are greeting more and more folks by their name. It's called Friendly Friesen. Friesen Ford, Aurora. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Welcome back into Mullen. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. Let's go ahead and look at the way this ball game unfolded. This sports wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Well, the game started out strong for Lane Edis and the Broncos of Mullen, scoring very quickly on touchdown runs of 5 and 30 yards out. Overton would get on the board, though, with a Ryan Lobby 10-yard touchdown run, but then Edis himself scored from 42 yards out as he was just getting started. Three touchdowns, and when you say three touchdowns, he's just getting started. We're not kidding. It was a 35-yard touchdown for Overton from Kaiser to Husenfeld to make it a 22-14 ball game, but then late in that first quarter, it was Edis again scoring, on this time on a 46-yard touchdown run. We ended the first quarter 30-14. to all kinds of scoring, and it looked like we were going to have that throughout the ball game. But then going into the second quarter, both teams exchanged back-to-back turnovers. 
So Overton turnover, Mullen turnover, Overton turnover, Mullen turnover. And then Overton would take advantage and score eventually on a long drive on a Braden Kaiser three-yard quarterback sneak to cut the game again to one possession. But, and that was with three minutes to go in the half, but with two seconds left to go in that half, Lane Edis scored again a three-yard touchdown run, giving us that halftime score of 38-22. to It would take a long time for anyone to get going in the second half, but it was a 28-yard Gracie DeSweet touchdown pass this time for the Broncos, 46-22. to And then they would score, or Overton would score, as time expired in the third quarter to make it 46-30. to Ryan Lobby running in from seven yards out. Again, in that fourth quarter, though, teams would go back and forth, and penalties really hurt Overton going late into this game. There was a fourth down and 10. They had an offsides encroachment uh, penalty to make it fourth down and five. And then on that fourth down and five, ran into the kicker, moved it five yards up, got a first down, and Mullen would eventually go down and score on a five-yard Lane Edis touchdown run to put them at 52. A couple minutes later, Overton would score with Ryan Lobby from 10 yards out, but then Overton just couldn't get the ball back as that clock continued to run, and Mullen would go on to be victorious and stay undefeated at 11-0 and get a 52-36 victory over Overton, who ends their season at 9-2. Finals across all of the eight-man games. So let's go ahead and give you the semifinals that will be going on next Monday. In Class D1, it's going to be Burwell, who got the victory over Arcadia Loop City on Power 99, 43-8, playing North Central, who got the 50-14 win over Dundee County Stratton. And then in the East for D1, it's Creighton, who will be playing Exeter Milligan Friend. Creighton with a 76-20 victory over Lutheran High Northeast, and EMF getting a 46-12 win over Guardian Angels. And then in D2 right here, it's Mullen, who we just had with that 52-36 win. Lawrence Nelson gets the revenge victory over Kennesaw, previously undefeated, 28-12 over on the Breeze, 94-5. Mullen will be at number 11, Lawrence Nelson, for a chance to go back to Memorial Stadium. And then in the east, it's Humphrey St. Francis and Johnson Brock, the one of the two on that side. Humphrey St. Francis with a 54-36 victory over Fall City Sacred Heart. Johnson Brock with a 72-32 victory over Bloomfield. So, Trent, as we wrap things up here, just final thoughts. You saw Mullen last year. You see Mullen this year. Uh, very, very experienced team. Very, very deadly with their run game and their defense. And they'll be playing a semifinal game at Lawrence Nelson. Yeah, they're hungry. Uh, last year, they made it to the semifinals, uh, got through the season undefeated, and they're on the same track this year. You know, they're they're a very good sports program all around, boys and girls. They make it. They've made it to state the last couple of years in basketball, winning a state championship in 2017. So um, they're hungry to get this one in football, and uh, we'll have a heck of a game um, coming up on Monday. We've got state volleyball coming up on Thursday on both Power 99 and the Breeze 94.5, first serve for both of those. And then on Friday, hopefully we got a couple of volleyball games for you. We will definitely have the St. Cecilia Blue Hill winner in the afternoon on the Breeze 94.5. But also that evening, we will have Sutton hosting Norfolk Catholic in C2. And then in D6, the six-man semifinal, we will have Wilcox, Hildreth, and Harvard on Power 99. So for myself, Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay, and Christopher Langan back in the studio saying goodnight from Mullen, where the Broncos stay undefeated with a 52-36 victory over Overton to advance to the Class D2 football playoffs right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. In 